Alright, welcome back to the Hunger for Knowledge podcast. As always, I'm Will Beatty, here with Rob Timmett, returning guest, my, uh, my good friend Jesse Lice. I kind of let these guys know, like, I sort of had to start this, you know, in a more personal place. Um, on Wednesday of this week, um, my good friend, um, who's been on this show, uh, Ronnell Durant, um, his son passed away, uh, uh, you know, I think he's maybe 22, 23. So it's been a, it's been a long week for me, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's put some things into perspective for me. Uh, absolutely. It's always, uh, hard to kind of deal with that kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, uh, right now I'm just, you know, I'm hurting for my friend and, and also dealing with my own, uh, you know, pain from the situation, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, he, he was somebody who I, I coached and, you know, I watched him grow up and, you know, it was really, uh, you know, it, it was, it's been intense at times. But, uh, yeah, you know, I just wanted to, to kind of start this off and, 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 you know, give my, all my, you know, my thoughts are with them, you know. That's for uh, sure. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. You know, my thoughts are, are with them. I, and I haven't been able to, uh, talk to him on the phone yet. Um, I, you know, I texted him cause I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to, I know, he was getting a flood of stuff, you know. I didn't right. want to be overbearing. Just wanted to let him know, and you know, you know uh, I was thinking about him, and uh, you know, hopefully, I get to talk to him soon. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, you know, stuff like that really puts things in perspective. Yeah, yeah somebody, somebody passed away at my work. It was somebody that I, I mean, I didn't interact with much, but it just kind of was like one of those. Like life is short kind of things, you know. Yeah. I realized. So I was like talking to him. I hadn't talked to him a lot, but I was talking to him about like he was building a garage and his, like an addition to his garage and yeah and like, stuff like that. And it was just kind of like he just passed it. He just fell asleep in his chair and didn't wake up. Wow. I was like the third, per- the second person that died at a work in the last like month. Now, or at the other shop, somebody died. Went into the hospital with COVID. Didn't, come didn't make it out. No. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. You know, not to not to start on the somber note, but um, you know, I had to I had to give uh Jiri his due. You know, I, I you know, I'm gonna miss that dude. You know, he was he was developing into a a really awesome young man. You know, he had just graduated college and he was you know, um. Yeah, it's it's wild. So, uh, yeah, you know, I just wanted to, you know, put that out there. You know, this, you know, I'm thinking about Jairi, You know, you know, I know he, you know, he may not be here in the in the physical sense, but um, you know, he kind of had like a kind of a spirit that, you know, uh, it was good for the world. You know, some people just had that about him. You know, but. uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's just surreal. 
But um, yeah. Uh, now that that that's out of the way, you know, um, Jesse, uh, you know, it's it's good to <laughs> it's good to have you back here. You know, it's good. You know, it's uh, I think uh, all, all along. Uh, the thing that I've missed about all, you know, probably the last couple of years is just like communication with, with, with people face to face who, um, whose whose uh, opinions I value, you know, and that's uh, and that's why you know it's really good to have you back. You know? same and yet so different and it's uh it's just a very confusing time I feel like um and I, I believe that's kind of what we were planning on talking about tonight oh uh, yeah um it's hard to not talk about <laughs> I mean things uh things have been going I feel like in uh, ebbs and flows ups and downs and uh there's bad there's a lot of unknown which i know makes people really uneasy um i don't know i mean i feel like we're still staying afloat but we're uh one decision away from things getting out of hand i mean i don't know how uh, we talked a little bit before we started um I think it's like a, like, I don't remember a time of all these things culminating at one, like so many different things coming to a point. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I feel like. Like it's not just like economical, obviously the COVID stuff, but like I just don't remember a time as when things were, like there would be like one thing that was kind of out of hand, but it feels like everything's out of hand. I agree. And uh, I feel like we're very divided. Yes. Um, that I mean, that's been brewing for a while, so yeah. that's not necessarily a surprise, but uh, we don't really, I feel like we don't find common ground and we don't have discussions as much anymore. We just kind of throw things out in the court of public opinion. There's no innocent until proven guilty anymore in a lot of aspects. You're really guilty until proven innocent. Um I don't know. I've kind of, in a, in a way, besides besides COVID and the pandemic in general, like I feel like I've become more withdrawn in general. You know, kind of pulling away, and I still I still feel like we have contact with a lot of our close friends and family. Um, but I know there's a lot of people who aren't even in contact with their close friends and family right now. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Dude. Like, I don't agree with everybody in my family. We all have different views in my family, but. I'm sure as heck not going to not talk to those people because of what's going on. Right. You know, it sometimes is awkward when we're out or when we're around each other because it's kind of like things come up and you you don't want to really open the can of worms. But, you know, it's it's we try and find our middle ground and I'm not about to not talk to people in my family because in the background, I also know in the back of my head, what always I think about is that this is whoever the day is, this is what they want. Mm-hmm. And then the background, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm fighting with that whole idea of things. And I'm refusing to not talk to people just because, because I've, I've, 
cut ties with certain people during this time just because certain things of their actions and how they talked and handled certain things. And I look back at that and some people I'm kind of glad it's like maybe one of those things where you just held on to things too long, friends that, you know, you were friends with for so long. Really, the reality was, you know, the friendship ended a long time ago. And some of those friendships you realize that you miss and that you, like, I regret some of the stuff, you know. But, like, you're right. It's, it's, we're at a point that's just, like, I don't know. Like, I kind of know how we got here, but, like, or have an idea of how we got here. But, like, how do we, at the end of the day, how do we fix it? Can it be fixed without, like, you know? Uh, yeah, for the first time in a long time, I did, uh, <laughs> Well, you know how I used to do those uh, fast breaks with Will, mm-hmm. and I recorded one of them yesterday. And the way that happened was, I was listening to Will's podcast with um, it's him, um, Yasin Bey, who used to be most deaf, and Talib Kweli. They have a. a uh, a podcast it's like on i think a, i think it's called luminary that's the name of the website it's like uh they host like podcasts like it's like two dollars a month i'm i'm gonna end up getting it because uh it was one of the it was one of the best put together podcasts i've ever heard like i they had two free episodes and they were both really really interesting so this yeah this is like his podcast and like guests. yeah mm-hmm. you know the others they're well they're they're more they're the host too like okay. like most definitely you know yasin bay like he's he's the he's the host and the way that it works is is like they take s- snippets and like they mix music into it and stuff like that and like it's really like it's, uh it's really moving but anyway Chappelle. Uh-huh. Some producers and some <laughs> oh yeah there's like yeah they got like whole a production whole team. you know they're taking sound bites from different times like sometimes like they'll be capturing just like conversations in a room between them and stuff like that like so it's like it comes from a lot of so different like angles like they were kind of what we were talking about before we were on they were having they would have record on the whole time yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but at the same time, then they would have like, you know, it, it'll start off usually with Chappelle, like he'll say something generally, and then they'll play different interviews, like with different people, mm-hmm. and who who uh, can uh, contribute to the conversation. Gotcha. So I, I listened to one of them, and the one was about pretty much uh, cancel culture, and it was about you know he had like different technically offensive comedians like he was interviewing things interviewing them and stuff and i I forget which one i was listening to but he literally started Chappelle started the entire podcast with uh he with a a a, a, like a song like an islamic and well not a song but an islamic prayer which was pretty much saying, uh, you know, we all, you know, the gist of it was we we all are from God and we'll go back to God. And so, like, and, you know, I think about people who can get to those kinds of mentalities and, like, 
now I know right now, like I think, what was it, Netflix or something, like they had a walkout, I think, about Chappelle's yeah. show or mm-hmm. something, right? Because yeah. Yeah. he had said some stuff. And I thought about that, and what I was thinking was, it's like, you know, if you can cancel a person who can talk about the greatest kind of love that exists, the love between all people, simply because they said something that you don't agree with, the whole point of my the, what I was saying, like in, in the, the fast break thing, was like, are they trying to cancel like humanity? Like, is that like really what's going on here? Because realistically, if you think about it, everybody is fallible, and every no one will stand up to the test of perfection. of perfection that is asked of so many people, and it's like. Now, as long as, as as you can be seen to be fallible, you will always have this strike against you to where somebody can say, hey, um, this person is of no value and you should not listen to anything they have to say. You know, it's 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 kind of just how the how how, how the world like has developed into like this i don't know it's like a cartoon or something like it's there's you know it's, i've heard people call it they refer to it as covid clown world like it's 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 this upside down situation where it's like i don't know what happened to the people i have my ideas it would seem that we are all somewhat we've all been affected by some sort of large scale psychological operation do you think we, we ever ended no, I don't. I, I don't think that the, something like that can ever close. Because I, I feel like once you open that box, people who increasingly want power will continue to figure out how to control large groups of people. And I feel like we're divided because the psychological operation was identity. I did the building of an identity or something to attach to in order to be polarized against something else. You know, it's, it's, you can find, you, you can feel it rise up in you. Even if you're conscious of it, you can feel it rise up and you're like, Oh shit. Like that's not, (laughs) that's not, that's not really me. That's like me identifying with something. And, so I feel like that's that's the perpetual that's perpetual war from there. I mean, you we are we're so destabilized like emotionally that we, you know, uh, when you <laughs> I had a situation happen not too long ago where somebody who I work with, somebody who I had had you know good conversations with, awesome person, like for the most part I've always you know never had a problem, you know. I've been holding a lot inside lately because the ways that I feel about things um, are not socially uh, acceptable and respectable. They're not, they're not. So a lot of how I feel, I, I, I close it up, especially in my job, which seems to have, you know, a lot of, you know, it's very, I guess what you could call liberal minded. It's very much, it's, yeah, you know. So I'm having this conversation about, you know, I, I decided, you know, to, to be vulnerable with, you know, 
with this person and and to tell them how I was feeling. And I told him how I had just gone to one of those, um, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the thing that there it was like for the school district about masks and stuff, the board meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went to the board meeting and it was about masks. And that yeah, was interesting. Yeah. But I went to it and I, and I, and I told her, and she's like, "Well, what, what, what's wrong?" Now she was wearing a mask. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't. I'm not going to discriminate against against someone because they choose to do something like that. So you know, I, I'm talking to her, and I said, "Well, me and my wife, we just don't feel comfortable with our children wearing masks the whole day." And she was like, well, "Why wouldn't you?" Why, why? And, and 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 like it just deteriorated. And I watched her fall apart emotionally. In front of me to the point where I guess she went and said something to HR and then HR came to me and they're like, they're like, yeah, well, uh, we've been approached. Somebody, somebody said something about, first of all, they didn't even tell me who it was. And I was like, it could only be one person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and it was just like, so I can't even confront this person. So that's that's the, that's very that's right. that's great for morale and uh, uh you know uh communication um yeah so so then so they so they're telling me about this and i'm just like you know i i i express that everybody needs to figure out how to come together regardless of the fact that we have differing philosophies that's what i was talking about but she took something else out of it, and uh, and kind of and 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 felt emotionally destabilized enough to go. Um, I I don't know, try to get me in trouble or something like that. I didn't get in trouble. Like you can't, right. you can, like, but they just made me aware of it. And I was like, this is where we're at. This is like this is where we're at to the point where it's like I I'm not threatening you by. Uh, threatening you i'm threatening you with my philosophy and right. who i am like well, it's wild that was, that was the problem yeah it's just wild yeah your uh your non-offensive behavior got blown out of proportion because someone can't handle their own feelings and kind of like we were saying i think that's part of the bigger problem um we're really not allowed to uh think for ourselves much anymore i mean if it's not along the the right lines and i uh i have my own opinions and i'm i'm pretty sure they differ from some of your guys opinions um one of the things is though i don't judge anybody for how they want to live their life and uh i'm not very easily offended and the culture that you're talking about that we're breeding right now is everyone's offended like you know being younger and our parents generation the motto was sticks and stones would break my bones but words can never hurt me i don't think you know that that's not something that the kids are taught that is not something that is touted now your words are more dangerous than physical altercation in some instances and the the overall softness i don't think is helping society and allowing these things to happen And then at the same time, there's hypocrisy involved because those same people who say you can't say something that offends me are the ones who, when they are offended or you don't agree with them, they're going to resort to violence. 
and then we're still the bad guys, which is absolutely absurd to me. Um, I don't know, really, unless things change from the top down, I don't know that that's ever going to change. So, I, I mean, this is one of those topics where I wish I had a solution, but I mean, if anything, like, I, I don't think, you know, I think our anti-bullying campaigns are good overall. Um, however, I, like I teach my kid, like if you see someone bullying someone else, right. you don't stand by, you don't go and start fights, but you step in and do the right thing. And I mean, he does that. He's getting in trouble, but I'm not, he's not getting in trouble with me. That's what my, my, all my kids, I said, listen, if anybody ever tries to start a fight with you and as long as you're defending yourself, I don't care what the school says, what mm-hmm. the teachers say, I don't care. I'm going to come in there and you know, I'm going to defend you as much as now you start picking on people and you start, we're going to have problems. Absolutely. You know, and that's, that's how I've always been. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's but, how I was. That's how I was when I was born. I got mm-hmm. a lot of fights in high school. But it was different back then. But to be able to teach our kids that, that involves what? It involves parenting. And that's, again, another one of these issues that comes up with people being soft and the state of what's going on now is there's simply a lot of non-parents out there there's you know technology is great but you just sit your kids in front of the tv or the ipad and let that teach them and let the educators teach them like i mean i'm thankful for my educators for my son but a lot of the stuff has come from us the basic stuff about how like growing up new home was my world Mm -hmm. like i rode bike around new home i played basketball new home i don't know what was going on in effort right you know, because I was 16 and had a bike, and that's what I did. Yep. But now, when you're 16, you got a phone in your pocket. You know what happened in the middle of China. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, it's it's you know, you know, it's good. But I mean, that's good and bad. Right. And you know, I mean, I don't know. Like I like I talk to the younger guys and like what you know, comparing my experience to their experience, and you know, we came up with it's kind of a wash because yeah, like I felt like it was much better just. Kind of only knowing what's going on. when you're 16 or 15, or you don't need to know what's going on in right. the UK and whatever. You know, you need to be a kid, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, it's it's all kind of. I think um, when you start to look at kind of the state of, I don't know if uh, it's like degradation um, in in the health of the youth. And in maybe the mental and emotional content of the youth, um, I, I I don't know where this is going, but when I think about something like uh, something like a phone, right, or like a smartphone, right? That that that's because that's a different beast, right? That's a different situation that changed the way human beings right. were. It's a computer right? in your pocket. It's a computer in your pocket. Mm-hmm. It's technically it's the closest that a person can have to omniscience, right? This is technology is largely people's attempts to uh, to get to uh, to become sort of godlike, you know, to or to be like unfettered by your um, uh, your own shortcomings. So we got these phones, and the connectivity is what you know we're it's what our addiction is our addiction is the connectivity because 
we've all been looking at something at some point in time and then had to snap out of it and wonder like what like I'm not even paying attention to what's going on right now because I'm looking at something that happened like halfway across the world mm-hmm. and and I'm not present, right? Mm-hmm. The whole thing is about presence, right? That w- when I play basketball, somebody said, "What's the most important thing about basketball?" I said, "Being present." Mm-hmm. Being present is the number one thing about all life. Any sport, any sport, anything, and anything. Being here in this well. moment, you know what I mean? Like something, you know. I remember the other night after hearing all that stuff. It happened this this week, and I was, you know, my daughter asked me she, if, if I could lay with her, and the, the 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 part of me that's like, I got stuff to do, you know what I mean? I gotta go, I gotta go do this, I gotta do that, and I had, and I said, you know, I bet, you know, what I mean, I was like, I bet Ronell would love love to just lay with his son, so it's like, let let me take. Let me get all of the bullshit out of the way. Being present in that moment is the most important thing about my life. Presence is hard to come by in a world where you're constantly being distracted. And there's, you know, with a phone, it's like it's there and you're like, you know that if there's like uh, something messed up kind of about it. But it's like any other addiction. You will figure out a way past to justify it. it. You will do it because it's become that integral in your life. You're technically some sort of a cyborg. And I think that that's really the point. Is that I heard, um, I think it was Klaus Schwab, you know, the guy from the World Economic Forum. I heard him say talking about he was talking about defining the fourth industrial revolution. And he was saying the fourth industrial revolution is about the changing of the human being who is the worker. Like it is the changing of him. And then like he specified he was like he's like well let's say you know you get like a genetic engineering. He said that will change who you are and that will change who who you exist as in the economy. So I think that that's really kind of where this stuff has kind of been going for a while. And I sent you that stuff. I meant to send it to Jesse about when they were talking about that guy who wrote that book about technocrats. Or the, the, about yeah. the idea that, like, because that's like a flippantly, like, people like the, the, people would be like, well, it's technocrats. And then that's kind of like just like this basic uh, generic, you know, they're just like uh, people in big tech companies and stuff. But that is a entire movement that existed in the world. Like it, like it, it really messed me up when you said that Elon Musk's grandfather was was a noted technocrat, and they were basically people who like they they, they had a presence in Nazi Germany. They were basically people who said, "Listen, all of these people in politics are stupid, and we need to get them out of the way. We're scientists, so we're smart, so we need to be the people who run stuff." And if I if if unless I'm mistaken, that seems to be what's happening right now. Like that they're going to try to move this stuff out and try to move in a different direction. They know their technology. They know that the a world is only really defined by its technology. Between big pharma and tech and the tech companies, which big pharma is kind of swaying towards the tech companies. Well, know, yeah, there's that kind of technology, you know. The technology to do things. It's like when you see a chick and a dude, and you're like, "Oh, they're gonna get together." 
Right, <laughs> like right, they're right. gonna get together, you know. They're, yeah, that's, they're gonna. I don't know what their baby's gonna be like, but like they're they're, they're getting together. It's that's, going down. It's going down. Something they've been that's, looking at each other, flirting. Yeah. I listened to, listen to that at work, and I was like, "This is one I'm gonna have to listen to a second time at home." Yeah, like, was, I can pay more attention. That was jam packed. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of good stuff in that. Yeah, but yeah, I I think that that overall um that has a lot to do, I think, with why things seem to be so divided right now because it's like you you need in order to have the kind of control that it you know i and, and it's 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 hurtful to say that it's hurtful to say that it seems like there is an acquisition of power that's happening right now that is so absolute that it doesn't seem like it has any ability to be stopped it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't really seem that way. Um, I hope that's false. <laughs> I completely hope that's false. But when I look at it, I'm like, this. They like. I think I don't know. With COVID, that was like. There's so many things that I've seen in the coverage of COVID that have been so. So completely disingenuous and so like slanted that it was like literally there are they have people in separate worlds like there are people who cannot get to like some of the like you know how it is when you try to tell somebody something and they think they know everything already Mm. and they don't have no room for 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 nothing new and you say and then they're looking at you like dude you're you know you're you're crazy or something i I was talking to somebody last week and they were like so this person I know got shingles, and uh, like young person got shingles. Don't know why, but anyways, it's another thing. And uh, the other person in the car that is their boyfriend, we're talking, we're having a conversation, and I was like, oh, "Are you worried about getting shingles? Because you know, she got shingles." And he's like, "No, nah. he's like, I had, I had chicken pox, and I'm not worried about it." Mm. I, and I'm like. So, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I'll say, without saying anything, because I don't want to, yeah. you know, start a certain <laughs> conversation. Yeah, you, you edit yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, so you had natural immunity is what you're saying? And, and, like, that's what I'm thinking, but, like, we've had other conversations where natural immunity doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's one of, that's, that's I think. Like, I don't, un- I I just I want to beat my head against the wall because I don't understand how how are we these are intel two intelligent people I have this conversation with. Yeah. And like my world I live in I wanna I'm trying to understand the other side and where how this is happening, how people like this can have mindsets like and know for a fact they wake up every morning they watch cbs news and then they do their exercise and they go about their business mm-hmm. and whatever's on cbs news that's the reality that's that, the reality that's the and bible i i mean it's a tough situation because like i said i'm not trying to uh, poke the bear and like but i've had conversations with them and it doesn't get anywhere and it's like it's like i just when you have like the, I mean, 
they've been vaccinated, but like the reason they got vaccinated because they're only 24 at the time they got vaccinated because they were stuck at home and they were tired of being stuck at home. They wanted to feel like they could go out. So the first chance that all our friends, all the friends were going out together, they didn't go out because the COVID cases were on the rise. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, at the same time as that. So like, it's like that, that was after they were vaccinated. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and I just don't know how, how do we, so I think to myself, am I being crazy? Like, am I like, like, how do I, how do we have conversations with a person like this and like where they don't completely shut down the conversation Mm -hmm. because everything I'm about to say is well that's not science it's, that's it's, not yeah. that's so and so that's even though I can that's, name Nobel Peace Prize winners and scientist after scientist and study after study and blah 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 yeah and it's not like I'm saying okay you're 100% wrong no what I'm saying is there is alternative views to this and there is other things going on but we can't how do we start having conversation because we have that's where we have to fix it Mm-hmm. We have to have the con. Those two people have to have conversations together, and they have to walk away from it, saying, "Not saying that whatever they said was bullshit." Whatever is, and basically not listening to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's where we got to figure that out. I'll just settle for. Listen, if you think that what I'm saying is bullshit, okay, but don't let that diminish my value as a human being. Don't let don't don't let like the fact that we have a philosophical disagreement make me expendable Mm -hmm. just because someone is telling you hey that's the dirty person you know the dirty person that thing comes up all throughout history where somebody will start talking about whether that be the jews whether that be uh dark-skinned people whether that be uh white people now you know what i mean like whether that be like it's it, the dirty people uh that's that's where the that's where the, the uh the unvaccinated uh, uh conversation seems to be going to the point where i'm i'm watching people they're like well you you wouldn't do it well you just must be like so stupid or oh, so yeah. misinformed yes. that you Pretty much don't matter. Two things. Mm. You're two things. You're a Trump voter. You yes. voted for Donald Trump, and you're you're uh, incompetent. Yeah, and that's ridiculous because it's and like, you know, Jesse got vaccinated. He voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So that's uh, so that's Donald, uh, last time I tried, Donald Trump's down having gathering saying get vaccinated. Well, it's it's actually <laughs> it's actually funny though because, um, like. As you said, well, like I'm vaccinated. Um, I was really torn about it at first. Like I'm, I'm not um, anti-vax normally by any means. I don't normally go to get my flu shot. I haven't had to. Um, I've talked to friends that are scientists. One of which, maybe both, I would love to have come on the podcast sometime to discuss it with you guys. Um, yeah. As far as I know, they work in uh, some sort of uh, area or sector of virology. So, I mean, they uh, they can probably break down some of the scientific things behind it and yeah. what they know, um, and I trust them. But I, I was really torn just with it being new um, and not really knowing. And ultimately, I decided that I 
honestly, the thing that pushed me to getting the vaccine was I didn't want to deal with the ridicule being a nurse, having to deal with that. And, well, you know, have to be required anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's field. it's coming down the pipeline. So yeah. I just figured before yeah. my decision to, to make to get the vaccine was taken away, I would do it on my own will, even reluctantly. So um, it turned out it was fine. I don't have a tail yet, so I'm not like super concerned um <laughs> nothing crazy that i could tell however i'm not gonna judge anyone who doesn't want to get it yeah. i mean I, I it's funny though we were talking about like the whole trump thing too because with how things are divided politically like my father is a big time republican big time trump voter like despises biden despises pelosi you know what i mean like he's totally against them and he has a bunch of friends at work and he was i was talking to him now my father is super high risk like he has can't he had cancer before he's got heart conditions like from the doctors I've talked to and the scientists I've talked to, like the best thing for him to do as a high risk person was to get vaccinated. So I didn't judge him for it. I talked to him about it for a while. I explained to him that I thought he should, that it would be the best thing for him as far as what we know and from all the research I've done. Um, and one of the big things that he was going against is he despises the mandates, which I do as well. I don't believe in them at all. Um, and he started bringing up about Biden and pushing the vaccine. And I made a comment to him. I said, dad, you realize Trump started this with the vaccine. Like it's not something that's the, the left side, uh, like coming to get you operation warp speed. speed. That's how he got it passed super fast. And I said, so if you want to talk about that, like, honestly, this, this was Trump, like Biden's taking credit for the stuff. The, if if this is working, (laughs) Biden's taking Biden is taking credit. They they touted, oh, Biden, he's in, in his presidency and we reached one million vaccines, blah, blah, blah. Yes, because who did Operation Warp right. Speed and had it approved right. emergency? Like, he started that. Right. Um, ultimately, that didn't even sway my dad. What swayed him was talking to his cardiologist who convinced him to get the vaccine. I mean, my dad and, and his wife both got it. They're, mm-hmm. they're older. They both have, you know... and. I was like, dude, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, if you, if you feel decision. like you, you you need to, you feel comfortable taking it, you should get you should get it. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm gonna give you the information. If you want want information from me, I'll give it to you. If not, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You're a big boy, uh, you know. You're seven years old. You don't need me to tell you one way or the other. Right. You know, but you know, they also are older, and obviously, this is something that is killing older people. Mm-hmm. You know now. I also have younger children, uh, you know, when my, that's a different conversation, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, for them, for a hundred percent. And I understand that. And I, I don't disagree with it, you know? Right. But again, it should be someone's it's, personal it's, decision. Yeah. And then I, the h- hypocrisy of people trying to say, oh, you don't care about others because you're not getting vaccinated. Yes. One, the vaccine. Okay. Even if it does make it less likely that you'll catch covid you still can get it there still are breakthrough infections you still can pass it to others now it could be in the 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 real statistics are going to come out over time um because this is going to be the one one of the most studied you know viruses of all time um you look at the flu how many flu deaths like over the years they've tracked i think one of the highest years was like 60 or eighty thousand, something close to that right but with the flu, the flu causes pneumonia. Yeah. They don't 
give you death by the flu, they they put on your death certificate that you died of pneumonia. Right, right. Now, as far as I know, that's the same kind of thing that's happening with COVID. You are getting other conditions from it, and unlike the flu, you're not getting right those now, conditions put down as your death. The guy that I said by the way died earlier mm-hmm. died in his sleep. Got um, tagged as died from COVID. Right, and how can how can you like? And the, it, it, I, listen, I know that from personal like, so like, I'm I know from personal experience. So I know like my wife worked in the nursing home, and a lot. I mean. There were like 34 people died in one month in the nursing home mm-hmm. where she worked. So like I, yeah. I like I understand all and this is what crazy is crazy about it is there there's no transparency like anything like I don't even believe the flu numbers. Right. How many people you know if you worked as a nurse? How many that you know died from the flu? No, none. They died. They might have had flu, but then they died of pneumonia. Right. That's but what I they mean, got. You like, know, and it's like. I never had. I haven't had the flu in like twenty years. Mm-hmm. You know, I've yeah, never had. Shot. I've never had the flu. You know, it's yeah. kind of like one of those things. Like, at some point, you got to know somebody that died. You know what I mean? Like, right. if all these numbers are right, and we're not, you know, and they're not just, I don't know. I have a hard time believing. If we're going to talk about studies, I have a hard time ever believing any study that's support that is funded by any pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. If your argument is this, this, and this happened in the study, we paid for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so people that are a company that's trying to make billions of dollars, because this vaccine, every vaccine that gets on the schedule is worth like $37 billion every, every year. Right. So now there's a financial benefit for them to be able to say, hey, oh yeah, the study proves that we're, you know, we're doing the right thing here. Okay, well, that's Sorry, but you got to start somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a hard time having that conversation. You know what I mean? Like, right. and like, I don't know. It's just I feel like, you know, obviously the when you watch the news, the the most marketing money comes from pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. So you think that they're gonna get on the news and start bashing any little bad thing? No, because they're gonna lose all their money. They're gonna lose all their marketing. Like all these, I don't know. It's no, they have they have a they you know they have such a stranglehold on <coughs> the economy at large that they're it's it's just staggering like it's so it, you're so you're so enveloped in it that you don't even notice it like I, I was listening to a show the other day and then, and to begin the show they strung along all of these different like um. You know, like when uh, a show on NBC or CBS, and they'll be like, oh, "Today's show is brought to you by Pfizer." This this part is, and they just strung it along, like, yeah. and it just was so many of them, and it was just crazy to think, like, you know, Pfizer. The uh, I I had to take a look at it to, but Pfizer is part of you know the largest healthcare fraud case in the history of the Justice Department. Johnson Johnson can't three, be far beyond. Two point they they agreed to pay two point three billion dollars for like false advertisement. Now, for a person to ask me, well, don't you trust them? It's like, wait a second, am I? Why? What? Wait, wait, wait. What? Like these people are criminal felons. That's a. Do you know what I mean? Like multiple times, and it's like. So nobody went to prison. 
and, and nobody went to prison. That's the other thing. It's just like so. It's like when before you know, I I, I look at things with a skeptical uh, uh, eye a lot of the time, you know, um, and I think the people who I grab who who I gravitate towards, you know, I remember. Me and Jesse, we had this uh, talk one time about like this, uh, like uh, it's like a like an outlaw type of mentality. It's like mm-hmm. it's like a person who isn't like a criminal, but a person who is also uh, understands that there are, are, are is bullshit in the system that they don't feel like they need to always adhere to, mm-hmm. and you need that that extra the the that. that that uh, I guess what you could call that alternative perspective. That alternative perspective throughout history has given rise to um, uh, steps up in consciousness for people. Because it's like I was tell, telling somebody who I work with, you know, he was very much about, you know, everything that was going on. He was behind it. And, you know, people were virtue signaling and they were... Uh, you know, saying, you know, uh, you know, pretty much one day he told me that uh, all of the misinformation that I was getting a hold of was from people who wanted to destroy the country and didn't, they didn't like us. And I was like, I'm listening to people from clear across the world. It's like, I'm they're, they're not even talking about America. But anyway, he, you know, but how would, how would, how would somebody, how is it destroy America by having alternative opinion of what's going on? For, like, I don't understand that, like, what he's saying there. Like, I, I think what he was trying to say was, is that I had gotten a hold of some bad information, and he thought he knew the limitations of my information. He didn't understand that this is something that I literally, like, study to some degree on a daily basis and i've been doing that for like the last two years so it's like i i'm not um trying to say i know everything about it but i do consider myself uh intelligent enough about it to have an informed conversation in a lot of cases i'm talking to people who once you you know you start talking to them you're like i don't know if i can have like an informed conversation with them about this because they're really just spitting out taglines and and uh, catchphrases little three word things and it's just like uh, i don't uh, i i don't devalue them for that but at the same time it, it gets on your nerves to have people who are clearly less informed about a situation act as though they know everything cuz they watch uh CNN uh wow she uh, well, that that was one of the things um, you kind of brought up a, a good point, and I feel like maybe even inadvertently touched on a subject that um, I think needs to be talked about, and that's the fact that no matter which side it is, like you said, your friend thinks you're misinformed, and as you would see it, your friend was misinformed, right? Like essentially, yeah, essentially. And ultimately, I think that's that's what you have to look at: who is the one who is blindly accepting what they hear. I mean, that that's where they have, in a way, brainwashed you to think, or a lot of people to think, that if you are going to think for yourself and not just blindly accept things, that you're, you're crazy. 
you know like i i've always been this way maybe it's detrimental i don't know but i i like the fact that i can question things and you know of course there's times where any of us will take things at face value but most of the time i want to delve into it and i want to think about every aspect and these people aren't questioning things and at the same time while they're not questioning and just getting spoon-fed whatever someone's given to them they're compromising their values like I stand, no matter what happens, I still stand my, by my values. And I've talked to you guys before about yeah. the whole libertarian principle, Absolutely. like I do no harm, that kind of thing. Like I, I'm not, I'm not out to judge people. Um, I, I just don't harm other people, and you should be good. And it's, uh, it's kind of come, I'd say, full circle where those people are trying to tell you, you don't know what you're talking about, but they're just not thinking for themselves at all yeah i'm gonna tell you like what i find interesting by about some of the people that oppose my my logic a lot of times or oppose my opinion a lot of times is is uh when we start talking about like any kind of socialism or any kind of free like these are the same people that are willing to take vaccines and argue they want the, they're they're against capitalism mm-hmm. capitalism is evil mm-hmm. but well, take a vaccine from a company that's capitalist and everything they say is you know 100 percent right mm-hmm. you know or my favorite is when we talk about bitcoin and cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. and I, oh socialists uh, but give me some dogecoin I want to make a bunch of money. Right. Wait a minute. That's capitalism at its finest. You're you're allowed to choose to uh, have an abortion because it's your body, but you're not allowed to choose exactly. to not get the vaccine. Right. I mean, double I mean, standard hypocrisy at its best. I, I just don't have, like, how has it gotten, I, I, this is like my ultimate question anymore. It's like, how have we gotten that far where there's a group of people that are, and I'm, I'm, I shouldn't group them, but there's people that are like back. I just feel like their thinking is so backwards mm-hmm. and so far different from. I don't know, and like it's like with the Trump and the if Trump went, I literally watched Joe Biden walk up to a microphone when they were questioning him and put rest his head on the microphone mm-hmm. in the middle of a press conference as the president of the United States. You imagine Trump did that? Mm-hmm. They would try and impeach him. Yeah. I mean, this guy, like, I'm watching him. My wife worked in the retirement home. She worked sometimes. She had worked up in the um, dementia ward or mm-hmm. whatever. This dude, and she's not political. Right. Now, with everything going on, she's kind of got suckered into all this stuff. So she's kind of like, you know. But, like, she's watching this guy. This dude, like, the Secret Service guy's walking through the yard, and, like, the guy's behind him. And he literally, like, just keeps walking. And they're looking at him like, dude, we told you to go that way. And my wife's like, and every time they're, like, the way, he, you know, he holds his hand on people's arms, she's like, that's exactly how I treat the people in the dimension. Mm-hmm. And, like, so you're telling me that, listen, you can talk about Trump all you want, and, like, but if we're gonna go apples to apples, if he did half the shit that Joe Biden did, we would just have nothing but impeachment hearings every day, like mm-hmm. he did. Like that would be our lives. Not not only that, uh, does any of this bumbling stuff come out on mainstream news about him? 
I mean, I think I saw one thing where people were questioning some of his leadership, but I mean, I think maybe one article and I mean, obviously like the job's hard no matter what. And I, I, I've tried, like, I've tried to distance myself a little more from this because it irritates me. Yes. Um, I also, I, I, I don't know if I got to tell you guys about that though, but like, I almost had a little bit of a sigh of relief, not for what I think is going to happen to the country and what's going on, but I had a sigh of relief knowing that I didn't have to keep track of this as much because I didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, do, maybe it sounds bad that and makes selfish, sense. No, that makes but sense. like, I felt like before when Trump was doing stuff, like I was never political before that, right. but I was like, all right, I voted. Yeah. I believe in the stuff that we're trying to do. I don't agree with everything he's done, but like, I want to keep track with it and see, I, I don't want to listen to the mainstream media pull snippets and tell me what he said. I want to hear it for myself. I want to be involved. And I mean, to an extent, I haven't, paid attention as much with the stuff going on with joe biden and uh, i mean without doing that like i could tell you right now um gas i i got premium gas in my car i'm paying like 420 a gallon um i'm gonna be honest with you like you said with the with the vaccine thing mm -hmm. right a lot of this stuff is inflation wise is also on trump oh i, I'm, because, I won't you know i won't the deny that cares act Mm -hmm. That bill they passed that mm -hmm. not one congressman or senator read mm -hmm. and just every and every single one voted for. Mm -hmm. There was four and a half trillion dollars that was given to Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you keep doing that, and you just keep giving away money and not money. I mean, we got stimulus money, but at the end of the day, you know the amount of money we got compared to what went to Wall Street and to all these other people, right? So I'll give you a perfect example. So right, like, six months ago, Nancy Pelosi, or whenever this was, I don't remember how long ago this was, they know that Joe Biden's going to come out and say, okay, electric cars are going to be the future. We're going we're gonna to buy all these electric cars mm -hmm. from whatever company, right? So what's Nancy Pelosi come out? What's she do? First off, her, pre her husband is the president of the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. She goes out and buys all kinds of stock before this information comes out. Mm -hmm. Do you tell me she doesn't know this? Right. Goes out and buys all kinds of stock in the, all these companies. Insider trading kind okay. of stuff. Fine. Well, you say, hey, we're going to raise taxes on everybody. You mm -hmm. know what? You get Mr. Bitcoin. You're making this money off Bitcoin. We're going to come and we're going to raise taxes. You know? Okay, fine. I'll pay taxes, but you make sure. Oh, no. Nancy Pelosi, what she does is, and this is not just her. I'm not picking on her because I've been... Lately, I was reading stuff about her, but they're all doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. She goes and takes that money she made off all those stocks. She goes and borrows, takes a loan out, and uses that as collateral, the stocks. So then she doesn't have to pay taxes on the money she made. Mm -hmm. And then goes and gets millions of dollars out in a loan. Yeah. And then she won't pay any taxes. But hey, uh, tax, you got to be careful of those people with $600 in their bank account. Right. They're dangerous. Right. We got to know what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. What, what, what are we like these people are serious like and I like I don't I I, I just I don't know I think it's 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 all in order to understand it like you like you have to kind of uh, uh there's certain realities that we kind of push to the side in order to go along with things the way that we do because 
the yes, we look at it, we're like, what is going on with all of this? And we know on some level that I I, I feel like this is all really just a uh, a great social engineering feat that it's it's uh, you create uh you know a government that is easily corruptible or 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 even maybe you know I, I don't know if this is what these people are to me it all looks like their people are playing roles and then we as the people look to those people to put our blame for why the world is the way it is on these people and they become some kind of uh red herring they become like what we're we're like well it was trump and biden and them and all this stuff meanwhile it's like these people who you don't even know who their name is Mm -hmm. and it's like they're 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 holding they're they're holding a a situation in place that is kind of uh you know it, it seems like it's their entertainment because the, why else would we, I, I, people know we don't want to live like this that's it's evident and and i think what happens sometimes is that um if you you can engineer the the the, the reactions of people by um taking things from them or giving things to them mm-hmm. you can like you can you can manipulate how people work so it's like i've been looking at like one thing that's been in my mind a lot lately was like um the 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 black identity or 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 anything like and, and really looking at what is what is first of all what is race and Ultimately, what it comes down to in my head is is that this was just a division. Like they saw the opportunity, somebody some time ago saw the opportunity for division and took a hold of it, and then began developing identities for people to fall into. And now those identities can be manipulatable throughout time. So now, um, here we are. We're in this situation where. There's, I know there's a lot of, you know, because, you know, a lot of the stuff with like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, like, in a lot of people's minds, there's a rate, like a racial shift in power. Like, there's, there's a lot of people who think like, um, sort of that, like, you know, uh, that the barbarians are at the gate, so to speak, and they're just like, oh, well, they're like about to, you know, and I think, all of this is just it's all of this is hiding the truth that there's one race of people on this planet and it's like but if you can make the people consciously believe in a reality where that's not the case and and cuz while you know while race is real to us but the best part of us knows that it's some sort of an illusion that ultimately it's just people here trying to make it work um but i think that that's that's a good model for how identity is created in order to create unrest in a society to create division so that it can be easier to kind of manipulate the people 
you know, that's that's you know, it's just been in my head a lot lately because especially with this because people are so so divided and then it's funny because like they'll be divided they'll be with their group of people who they agree with until somebody in that group does some shit and they're like oh no mm-hmm. another division <laughs> then then their mom does something no you know what I mean so yeah. it's just like that's it's 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 getting people to this point where you're just going to be divided and you're going to be the only person who you can deal with. That's why, like, I hear people like talk about civil war. I'm like, what are you do? You have a civil war of like a hundred or three, you know, two hundred different factions of, of people fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, it's not going to be one group against the other in a civil war in this country. Now, no. there's just too much. There's not enough people that agree with each other. Yeah, it would never right. happen. So what are you gonna do? So this week oh, well, hey, we're gonna fight those guys, and the next week we're gonna fight those guys. And it's just, it, it, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I've been listening to a lot of like people I talk to. Well, most of the stuff I listen to is economics, but like they're they're talking about China. Like China's having like some people believe that China, instead of fighting like you know gun wars and like military wars like that, they believe that China years ago. Uh, kind of took over, kind of like their way of fighting wars to kind of to take us over was to just like go into the educational system and start educating us in a certain and having our education done in a certain way and like you know it's like TikTok, like tick the Chinese government owns TikTok so they can kind of skew the view of things that happen on TikTok to make it look a certain way, right? Yeah. You know, and they can create more division that way. And more, you know, more people, you know, going against each other and going, you know, whatever. And, like, because a lot of things, like, in China right now, they got a lot of problems. They got, like, they lost half, they have a lot of rain this year. Mm. So they lost half their, all the crops they grew. Mm-hmm. They lost half of it. So they, a lot of people think that that's huge. Yeah. So like they think you know I mean they got billions of people. So like they think that they're not going to go feed about half the people in this shit. So and then there's this one dam called the Saint Gorge or Gorge or I can't remember what's called, but basically because of all the rain, they've already had a bunch of dams over uh, uh, falter mm-hmm. and like you just they don't see it, but like if you look, you can find it and like all these. Although you can see cities just getting flooded, mm-hmm. cars just getting, you know, taken away because these dams went, and all the water came flying in. And there's this one dam that's like that holds the water to like the one area that's the biggest. It's actually the supposedly where COVID started. I mm. forget what it's called. Um, that's uh, what the city's called. But anyways, that that is like where they have all their production and stuff. So like where we make get all our goods for you know they manufacture all the goods and stuff. Well, that that. Uh, dam falters, it's like going to be a catastrophe. And it's like on the mm. brink already because they had so much rain this year. Right. So, like, a lot of people like that I listen to believe that now this is things that are happening recently, but they started this a long time ago because they realized they weren't going to be able to come in here with all the people that have guns here and, you know, and the way the military is in the U.S. They weren't going to be able to take the U.S. over by like a normal war. So they start doing these things years ago, and now and that's why they, people believe that the people I listen to that that's how we got to the point that we're at, where like the, you know, what's a good way to like to get a, a nation to collapse? You just have people constantly at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. You have all these things. Well, that 
you know, whatever you believe about COVID, but they support, you know, they let it leak out of the lab, supposedly, you mm-hmm. know, and all this stuff. And I mean, I don't know, like, I've heard some good, like, some good theories, and, you know, I mean, they, they, uh, They've been buying uh, gold and silver in the background for years, and they have enough gold and silver if, if like, you know, and they've been building. You know, what people don't realize is they take printed money on a piece of paper, and they go through Europe. They call it, they have this thing called the New Silk Road, I think it's called, New Silk Road or something like that. And basically, they build a bunch of train tracks, and they go into, they go into, like, Africa and stuff, and they just give them tons of money, and they build their ports. They build a port there. And they build railroad tracks into the port and all this stuff. And, like, they start building up these countries with printed money. And, mm-hmm. and in the background, of buying gold and silver. So they're just taking this piece of paper and building all these things up. And they build ghost cities where they can house millions of people. And just take this money, keep printing. And if the dollar dies today, they spent all this printed money to buy gold and silver. Mm-hmm. They could easily put their, their economy back into a, into a system that's backed by gold and silver. Or... They've been they 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 supposedly banned crypto, but the the third biggest country that owns the most Bitcoin in the background, you mm-hmm. know, supposedly, but they banned it. So whether it's cryptocurrencies or gold and silver or whatever it is, they built all this stuff up with not with paper. Mm-hmm. And then if they just want, and they could collapse it easily overnight. They right. To. So like they hold a lot, and not only that, all the food like would. Coming up, we're probably going to have some food shortages. Mm-hmm. Well, guess who Trump sold all, all... Right before he left, guess what Trump did? He sold all our soybeans to China. Mm-hmm. Sold all these different things to China that nobody paid attention to right before he left. You know what I mean? Like, And that's like the stuff like... You have to... I don't know. It's it's, it's amazing when like... like it would be amazing if they like started like some kind of crazy plan to take over a country years and years ago, and they just did it little by little. And we're getting to this point, and you kind of like look how things are going, and like I question, I'm like, how do we get here? And maybe it was just a thing where somebody kind of like just manipulated us to this point, and now we're also also against each other. How hard would it be for them to just come take over somehow? Right. But the, the, the dollar collapses. Because they hold all our, they hold a bunch of treasuries, and if they said screw you, that would be the end of the dollar. Mm-hmm. The petrodollar, which is what actually holds the is the crutch for the dollar. If they if everybody stops buying oil in the petrodollar, and those dollars start coming back to the U.S., you think this is bad? Like you're paying a lot for stuff. You haven't seen nothing like Weimar Germany kind of stuff on yeah. steroids. That'll be the end. And, like, that's what's happening over in, like, Europe. And, like, Russia just signed a deal with Saudi Arabia. And, you know, Saudi Arabia is this country that we made this big deal with. And to give them guns to freaking, to kill all these people in Yemen that that Trump sold guns to and Biden sold guns to, Mm -hmm. nobody talks about. And they're killing all these people in Yemen. But, you know, Saudi just signed this big deal with Russia. Now they're going to sell oil, not in the dollar, they're going to sell it in the ruble. That's right. So now Russia's getting involved. It's like, like, it's so complex, and it's like it's kind of crazy, like how people describe what's happening. Like I can kind of see how they're, they kind of came up with that theory. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's kind of insane. And like to me, like I don't think we're that far from just being a third. Like I think Africa and some of these other third world countries, because they're embracing things like crypto, and like technology and stuff. 
Like, I think they have a better, 50 years from now, in my opinion, Africa has a better chance of being a first world country than America does. But what is the main reason that you think? Just because of because the, they're way, the way they're the embracing it. But also, what's the population difference between Africa? Well, yeah. Because because that that that's another thing. Right, like right. you know, it's it's a touchy subject that a lot of people want to talk about. But like even like in China, with how overpopulated <laughs> they are, they right. have I don't believe it's right, but they had that uh, number, the limit on how many children you could have and stuff like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But but even still, like they had those kind of things. The government had that kind of control. Right. And then Africa, their population is probably nothing compared to ours. Like yeah. you know, that yeah, that's a big right. problem with how many people there are. And it there's ultimately gonna be a collapse. Like right. we can only build up so much and take away so much farmland and occupy so many different areas. Um I was looking at an article too, like when the pandemic hit, there were people who were leaving different cities and trying to go move into the desert and live like desert living. Like they, you know, towns that were built up and people were, you know, trying to really like get Arizona that started. I think so. I think it was, it was like the, the desert and uh, just talking about like the different kind of life that they're living. Like they, they thought they'd get away and kind of go start well, you know, this, but in Arizona, they, the state of Arizona, was trying to pass a bill where companies, there was a certain section in Arizona, I forget where it was, where they were going to allow, I don't know if they, they, I don't think they passed it, but the bill actually came up where they were going to allow, if companies spent a certain amount of money, they could buy a chunk of land in in this one section in Arizona and they could be their own government. Mm -hmm. That doesn't surprise me. I was like, what? I was like, how much? Cult. I want in. That's that's Colt City right there. But I mean, that's that, I, they did that. They were trying to do that. I don't think the bill. I don't know. I never. I read the article and I was like, that's kind of crazy. And then I didn't hear anything about it after that. So I don't mm. know the past. But I like like that's going on in, in like right as we speak. They're trying to do stuff like that. Yeah, I I believe it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's there's just right now there's just too many people. I mean. Not, not that I think there should be anything done. Just to clarify yeah, about right. that. Yeah, right, Bill Gates. I think the Earth is overpopulated. Honestly, I mean, now don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of uninhabited places and probably some problem solving that could go on to spread people out more. But that's also one of the big problems. I mean, we we are confined. There's too many of us and too much of a small area. Like I feel like if you look at the things that go on and some of the really terrible things in the news, what happens, like the majority of these big things happen in really populated cities. And I don't think that like some people want to point out to try and make it like, Oh, uh, a city thing, a race thing. I think it has nothing to do with it. I think it has to do with a large amount of people in a small area. Personally, I think some of those things are engineered that way too. Oh, for sure. You know, like for sure. Talking about a city like Baltimore, where well, where the kids go to school and they only have heat, right? Well, you know? and <laughs> like, but you talk about it being engineered that way, like that. That's that's the idea, right? That's right. why we build up these these communities, these populations, and who who benefits by having all these people in one area? The businesses, right. the three Starbucks in the five mile radius that has hundreds of people going to it, like that. That's agenda twenty thirty. Uh, no, I don't think so. So, Agenda 2030 is basically like, kind of just like conspiracy. <laughs> you. you know what I mean? Like, I gotta put the conspiracy. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Where they yeah. want to move everybody into the city. 
Mm. So like everybody, mm. like they want because that way they can, uh, they want to like, uh, like have smart, this, smart everything, this mm. smart houses, smart refrigerators, smart everything, control, and it's complete control. And mm-hmm. then they, you have, they have everybody in the cities where it's then it's easier to control mm-hmm. everybody. So like that's, but now I mean I think if if we looked at it, I would guess that the opposite is happening. Yeah, people yeah, are dispersing. You look in New York, people are living, leaving New York in droves. Uh huh. And they're going to Los Angeles. People just yeah, California. Like uh, one guy I, I went to high school with, he's in the real estate, and he posted something on Facebook like the three biggest places people are moving is Tennessee, which I was surprised. I don't know much about Tennessee. Cheap, and cheap. Maybe that's what it is. Uh-huh. And then obviously Florida and Texas, mm-hmm. which yeah. those are two problems. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, Cheap and warm. Yeah. So, I mean, look at Elon Musk. He took all that money from California and he's like, screw it, I'm out. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, like, Do you blame him? But see, that, that's the other like, side of the coin, too. Like, as someone who would have a business and you're trying to right. succeed, like, you're you're going to go somewhere with less taxes and a better opportunity for your business. I don't believe that Elon Musk is succeeding because it's on his merits. But even, I love, I love the fact that, uh, what was it, the mayor that said uh f elon musk or whatever uh, on on twitter or something that. yeah and then his response was something along the lines of like duly noted and then he left so it was she's like oh f you elon musk well, did you see what he did with, with uh well with bezos because you know bezos and him are always number one and number two and richest man in the world yeah, yeah. so like bezos was talking trash on on the oh, well okay let's back up so you know, Bezos and Elon Musk, obviously we know Elon Musk has his own space shuttle shit, and now we know Jeff Bezos does. Mm-hmm. Well, they were fighting for a military, for a government contract. Yeah. Okay, so Elon Musk got it. Yep. So then he said, I guess Jeff, Jeff Bezos, and then Elon Musk put like a trophy that said number two. Because <laughs> he's the second richest guy in the world, too. But now... It. Jeff Bezos cried and moaned and then bitched and moaned and then the Congress was nice enough since he didn't win the ten million dollar ten billion dollar contract, the Congress put through a bill that just gave him ten billion dollars. Yeah. Like he needs it. He does. He he gotta get to he gotta get to Mars. I just I, Elon Musk, I, I have well, I don't like either one of them because hey, neither one of them pay taxes. Like nothing. <laughs> First off, and I'm paying for. I look at my paycheck every. I'm like, oh, oh, I pay taxes. Oh, that's nice. Right. And then Elon Musk just goes in and he fucking manipulates cryptos all the time. And he's how much money he's making off of doing that. Mm -hmm. It's absurd. He'll go and post a picture of a dog and fuck these people that I I don't understand what they're doing. But like, we'll go and buy. Like, there's this one called Shiba Inu, and there's a dog. The picture of the coin is this like particular kind of dog mm-hmm. and he posted a picture of the dog and everybody went in and bought this coin mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on here That's like a... this is the world I live in and then yes. I guarantee you before he, he's like hey make sure we go buy like 10 trillion of that and mm-hmm. then he went and bought it and then posted a picture and then went and sold it mm-hmm. yeah. it's like crazy to, it, it's like he's just he has his own economy like yeah. literally like it's like like the rich have this their own separate economy from us, where they can just do what they want and they don't pay any tax. No, don't pay taxes on mm-hmm. it. And then you know, like I don't know. I, I 
Yeah, yeah but that, I mean, that, I mean, I told you what I was doing like before this, we had this. I told you guys what I was doing. Yeah. And people I know in my family get upset with me. They're like, or people, friends I know. Of course they do. They're like, well, you can't do that. Why not? <laughs> I'm doing it. They always tell what people what they can't do. do? Why, why can't I do it? You realize what these other people are doing? Yeah. I just go file. I can file. Donald Trump filed bankruptcy four times. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you mean? I can't do it. You think the banks? The banks rob from people every day. They've been mm. fined more. You talk about the pharmaceutical companies getting farmed. The freaking banks have been fined so bad. And none of them go to prison. Right. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean I can't do it? Watch me. Yeah. Uh, you, Go ahead, tell me I can't do it because I'm going to do it more. Yeah, I mean, you're doing it. You're <laughs> yeah. doing it for how long, how long now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and it's like, yeah, I mean, what, uh, they'll they'll look at somebody who is they they say you can't do it because they relate to you. No, they say, they're they, mad because they don't got the balls to do what you're doing. Yeah, that's the truth. But it's like they're but they'll vote for somebody that's doing the same thing that I did. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know. It's it's all it's all about uh, a person's base of knowledge and them thinking that they, you know, for whatever reason, especially when you have I have thoughts, kind of like how you have thoughts. People have this way of this kind of like acting like you, uh, maybe uh, they're like, who are you to do that? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who are you? Because. Well, that this is for people who uh, are are the are smart and 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 pay attention and they uh, they play by all the rules and stuff. It's well, like sometimes it's that's a not thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's a morality check. Don't make a right. Oh, oh, what? Okay. That's where I've been told that literally. I this told thing. My one buddy that what I was doing because he knew about my car and stuff, and he's like, "Well, two wrongs don't make a right." I'm like. Are you serious with that garbage? Like, is that is that that's the best you can come up with? Because if that's the best you can come up with, I, I'm I'm just gonna leave because I have no more conversation. Yeah. Well, well, but that's the thing though. People, I mean, people would look at it, and that's not the route that they would want to take. Maybe right, but like, I I don't know that I would have the balls to do what you're doing. Um, at the same time, like I have molded over before and actually talked to my wife, and and I mean. I, I have. Of course. Well, of course. Yeah. United front, you have to be. Well, and that's, I, I mean, I've mentioned it, and my wife's big on credit. And at the same time, like, I know credit's been helpful to acquire things, but I mean, hey, if you have currency, um, what do you need credit for? Like, that. that's also one of the things where these rich people, who keep getting more rich, which I don't know about you. Like I, I want to be wealthy. I want to have freedoms that wealthy people have. I know that's now granted. I know that might sound shallow. Um, I know. That's not a shallow thing. My thing about that is, is the people that have the money now don't want to do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not thinking like to me, like, when I look, when I think about things, is we have to get people. I mean, we we assert this thing with people wanting to get money as a bad thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, of course, but if the people or greed, like greed, money, people look at greed. Good things with it, uh-huh. but and, but you, to do good things, you need money. But that's also, sometimes. I mean, to... I mean, I've tried to do, I've tried to, I've tried a 
to do a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where I had I did so many things, spent so many hours in, but the reality was that I couldn't get money. Right. I couldn't get I couldn't get funding. Mm-hmm. And I was spending money out of my own pocket. A lot of money I spent. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care because I knew what it was trying to do was important. Right. But the problem was like you get to the point where it's like well, I'm gonna pay my mortgage or I'm gonna pay but you know what I mean? Like like you get to that point and you're like it gets to the point where it's too big. You have to have enough money to fund it. You know, uh-huh. like you can't. So that's the reality of the world, unfortunately. And the people that have this money, they don't give two shits about that stuff. Right. They're, you know, Jeff Bezos, you read all the time. The dude works like 24 uh-huh. seven, but he's working to make him like, at what point are you was, I don't know. I forget the number that I remember seeing how much he makes like a minute is absurd. Yeah. And like, at what point is like, is too much, too much. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, like well, I don't and know. Never but, but isn't that and isn't <laughs> I mean, that I, isn't that and the idea of doing good? Aren't they both two subjective things? Like they're different for everybody. Right. So, like, I look at it the same way. Um, True. Maybe not on a big scale, like a nonprofit, but I always have wanted to be able to help my friends and family and someone in need, right? And I still try to any chance I can get. Of course, if I had more money, I mean, I would be able to help a lot more. Right. I don't know what my number would be, um, like what number I would need to get to. And I don't know what would be too much. Like I've thought about winning the lottery. I thought about like the recent things in the news, too. Like we're all uh, sports fans and stuff like Ben Simmons for the Sixers, um, you know, potentially getting paid millions of dollars to not even play basketball when he's getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball blows my mind. Um, But the freedoms like um, just thinking about what they can do with having that kind of money. Um, I do a lot of like listening to to self-improvement things and stuff like that and one of the things i listen to um has to do with uh it's it's a little different than the the secret but it's like the greatest secret and it was uh by a guy named earl nightingale uh not not i mean it's it's like yeah yeah (laughs) you said tim robbins as i get older i get so bad with names you mix them up i get so bad tim robbins says to shawshank yeah (laughs) (laughs) but this guy goes on it's like it sounds like an old recording like back in probably the 60s or 40s and it probably was um but he talks this is a guy from this is older stuff yeah it's old school stuff but he talks about how really like what is it five out of a hundred people are financially wealthy like and this was way back then Five um, out of what? Five out of a hundred. Uh-huh. So like five percent of people are what we, we would consider wealthy, right? But I think it's like one out of a hundred is truly successful, like completely like wealthy. Everything's like you you are just set, right? Right. And they talk about it like yeah, there's another one like kind of along the same lines, but like outliers, but like setting goals and working towards them and achieving them. Um, and it, it's just, it's fascinating to think about that kind of stuff in context with people who are um, making that kind of money. Like you, you have to be someone who is producing something that people want, right? right. Like the same thing with basketball. Um, now, the thing is, though, do we need to be paying all these crazy ticket prices? Do we need to be paying $16 to go have a beer? Like 
do these players need twenty some million dollars, thirty million dollars a year to go play basketball? I think the players should get as much as they can every day. Because at the end of the day, if you think about it, they can afford to pay Ben Simmons. Three hundred million, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's three hundred. His total contract. I think it's one hundred and seventy-seven million for five years. Of course, the, the franchise. The the bid the I think the and what is it? Probably close to that. I yeah. Imagine. Well, the there's six hundred million. Yeah. The basket. Those businesses are worth worth billions of dollars, and Mike it's. Harbor made up. Thir- he's getting paid a third of a billion dollars. Yeah, a third of a billion. Mm-hmm. To play baseball. Mm-hmm. But then again, like you were talking, I mean, that's where you're like choosing what you do good with it. Like there are right, celebrities, right. there are athletes who do a lot of good. Do, there's a lot of sports athletes that nobody talks about that the, you know, uh, you know, work done. Uh-huh. He's like, you know, uh, Deshaun, which is not a good subject, but Deshaun Watson, uh-huh. he lived, work done, works in Atlanta and he builds houses for people that are that have no money mm-hmm. and like he do a Sean Watson that is now in the NFL up to last year was playing really well. He grew up in one of those houses. Wow. So it's kind of crazy. Cause like you see that come to came full circle. Yeah. So yeah. And now I'm sure there's plenty of other people that, you know, you never hear about, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's kind of crazy, mm-hmm. but you don't hear about work though. Right. But you imagine how many people he's like, he's helped. He's helped. Well, I've seen stories about Shaq and all the people yeah, that Shaq, he's helped. Yeah, Shaq. Now, and that that's one of those things, though. You're going to work towards that. You're going to work towards realizing your goals. You're going to create something that people want. I, I don't think there should be a cap on it either. And no, I, don't I don't think, think you should, there should be a cap. But, but I agree with you. There's a lot like, of people who are in, just... in power, have money, super wealthy. And, I mean... Uh, I would do I things mean, differently. I would I would do I things know, differently. I don't know how they calculate it, but what's the number that they can add more profit? Wasn't it like forty two billion dollars or something? I, didn't I don't see. know. I don't know how they calculate the number. But it was like what Bezos should have paid in taxes for like ten years would have paid it or something. Would have mm-hmm. ended world hunger. You know what I mean? Like well, you you were talking <laughs> about the NASA contract with Elon Musk. I saw the article that said he's projected to become the world's first trillionaire. Um, oh, yeah. Which is so insane. Yeah. Um, but you then, know how that, why that is. Well, because of... They, probably. You know that Tesla well, hasn't made a dime? Well, yet. no, it said it's, they said based off of his NASA contract and, and well, maybe so, the but space like, thing. The, but. The, billion, the Bitcoins on, the, on Tesla's, um, whatever that's called, like how they calculate how much money they make. Right, right. I there. can't think of what that's called, but it's on... Like it's calculated in Tesla profits and net worth or whatever, yeah, and they bought it at like thirty. I think he said his average buy-in was like thirty-two thousand. Mm-hmm. And they say, as long as America is America in five years from now, they're still functioning. That they think like Bitcoin will be five million dollars five years from now. That's insane. So imagine how many, and that's the thing we forget too. Like imagine, like I think about what. So, like, I trade cryptos, and I think about what I leverage when I make a trade. Mm-hmm. And then a profit, I'm just trying, my goal of profit at the end of that trade is to make. Right. I'm thinking about what this freaking guy, <laughs> is, you think about, like, he's leveraging probably what a GDP of some small country is mm-hmm. sometimes on the things he does. And he's not, yeah. and who knows if it's even him. Really, you know, he has a team of people. Yeah, you're right. Could monitoring be. all of this stuff. Yeah. 
know, like well, it might be his clone too. Yeah, the, <laughs> no, no, no. There's no, there's no Elon Musk clone. Yeah, right. I, I, if there was anybody who you'd be like, because like, especially after that thing that we listened to, and they were talking about how his grandfather was already like in it, and then like you think about like his responses and like his willingness to kind of like, especially with like that Nora link, right? He's just like, oh yeah, just you know. <laughs> It's just put it. It's just like everyday. Things. Just hooks up to your yeah. to your mind to your brain. Yeah, and people are like, "Oh yeah, sounds like a good idea." <laughs> like that's the thing about it. It's like, um, I, I wonder sometimes if, and especially the thing, because the thing I think that turned me off maybe most about uh, the the their vaccine program now was that it seemed. When I would talk to people, it seemed like people were not question. Well, not all people, but a good deal of the people I was talking to weren't questioning its safety or anything at all. Like they, like they, they had no. Um, when you try to bring that up, that you know what what I learned is that the you know the World Health Organization right now is. Actively in battle with vaccine hesitancy. It's a it's a subject. I listened to um, a woman at the World Health Organization say um, she admitted she said like one of the big problems with vaccine hesitancy is that it is you know they claim that it's all misinformation, but she admitted like a lot of it's not. A lot of it is 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 it's simply things that the person the average person who does not have any kind of like uh, uh, ambition to learn those things like they're not gonna you know but the, it's like that with any subject of things you know what I mean like if you know sometimes I'll listen to somebody and they'll be like talking about nuances in a sport and I'll be like this is so foreign to me like I don't but it's like that with all subjects it's like when it becomes pertinent information and when a person actively studies it it puts them in a different frame of reference from somebody who doesn't really like get into that kind of a thing so when I look at how they rolled things out and how the, the it's co the coercion is really the you know when you start telling they think about all the things that they've traded for like they've been like go oh, when you can get a donut you can get a donut you get you can get we'll start you. a lottery yeah all of these things were uh, uh, uh approached after world war ii in the nuremberg trials and they talked about specifically that coercion is in contrast to the nuremberg code like you can't like coerce people into a medical intervention Oh, that's experimental. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't even think, like, when I say something like that to a person, the look that I get is just slack jawed. And they're just like looking at me like, what are you eat? Like, are, did you make this up? And I'm like, no, this is, this is, this is, this happened in history. Like there's uh, people realized after that, that they needed some kind of, rules in the world for how public experimentation goes mm -hmm. like they had to figure that out and they made a code that 
the United States agreed to. And I've watched numerous times in the past, what, year year or so, where pe- they they paid no attention to any of that. And, and they were just, uh, there's, there is no informed consent. People don't actually know, you know. I'm, I've listened to so many people who, you know, the fact that one thing that was really disgusting that I found was that the people who have in, had injuries have become these people who are, are just sort of being shunned from the public sight in society. Like, because it's, <laughs> I was watching this, uh, you, uh, it, it was, uh, the movie Passengers is they had Chris Pratt in it. And there's this scene where he wakes up early. He's on this starship, right? They're going to another. He's in suspended animation. He's on the starship. His pod wakes up 90 years into like, I think like a 200 year like trip or something like that. So it's just him up. And he's talking to this android. And the, he says to Android, he, and- he says to Android, he's like, I'm, a, he, he's like, oh, my, my, my pod malfunction. And the android's like, well, that's impossible. He's like, well, how am I s- talking to you? And he said, I guess that's impossible. And it, like, and that's the, that's the same kind of logic that's been applied. It's just like, um, Yes, when you try a one one size fits all thing for all people, without understanding their own the, their own personal biology and 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 stuff, you're gonna run into issues. Mm-hmm. And it's that these issues are there, but these people, um, the one host Jimmy Dore, yeah. Jimmy Dore, listening to his, uh, I was listening to his story about what happened with him. Now, he went, he he got a shot. Uh, I think he got two doses. I think so. And then his neck started to like freeze up on the side, and then the the people who he had gotten shots with at around the same time, they experienced this similar situation. Mm -hmm. So then he said. He goes on, to, I think, Twitter or something, and he puts it on there that this is happening to him, and then they call him an anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. Now, that is logically so impossible. Like, it, he went to get a shot and said he got an injury, and now he's an anti-vaxxer, which draws into qu- what is an anti-vaxxer. Is an anti-vaxxer a person who doesn't like any vaccines is it a person who would just say no to one or to a, a series of them? it's 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 a it's it's eventually like it's it's one of those things that is like a reverse sort of uh epithet that like will crazy. like people have to clarify they yeah they're not an they're like i'm not in not people preface things that way right yeah. i'm not anti-vex but but and it's like would you know? I, I'm I'm a black man. I, I mean, like I've seen that kind of uh, you know language thrown you know at people to degrade their value and their perspective. So it's like, um, what I don't understand exactly the the logic of that. But at the same time, on some level, I do. It's like. When you have people like we're talking about who are have these segmented ways of thinking about things, they they, they they're just like scanning people and they're like, well, oh, 
everything says he's anti-vaxxer. There's things about some of my philosophies that will lead people to believe I'm a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right, right. like there's, there's, there's things like people. Like I was talking to my dad about a lot of this. He was like, he's like, he said, like, well, he said, like, you know, you hold a lot of thoughts that people would think about, like with like they associate with like Trump people and stuff. And I was like, some of them, yes, absolutely. I'm not. A, I, I don't have a side. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have the. I don't like. I'm. I can't be pinned into one frame of thought You're not in that box. because I'm not in the box. I'm just learning what I can from the boxes yeah. and trying to leave the bullshit that I find in the box so I can be me and, and actually have an informed uh, uh, existence. You know? I have groups of people that like me when so you know I'm still on Facebook. So oh, I'm wow. Still Facebook. So I can guarantee you right now there's a group of people that love me right now because I'm like bashing Biden, and it's all the Trump people. They go, "Oh yeah," but two or three years ago, they were like, "That motherfucker." Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you know, you know? but right. now they love me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what, like two years ago, putting that stuff in my face. <laughs> but now I'm like, like it's so prevalent, like it's so obvious to me, and it's like I can, it's it's like a drop of a dime. As soon as I start, you know what I mean, like. And, and, and whenever I go somewhere, it's like, I did hear that. Something. I'll, I, I go, you know, you go somewhere, I'll be out somewhere and I have to kind of like, I hate it, but like, I'm, I'm just kind of like feel things out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'll be in places, kind of feeling things out. And then I'll start talking a certain way. And be, oh, I can see it in their mind. You can watch that it. That is a, that's a, that's a Trump guy. Yeah. And I love it. Once I see that, in, I like I know right away. And then I'll switch it on them. I'll be like talking about Trump something. I'll be like, look at me like, what? You know what I mean? What like, is he? Yeah. So I'm like, what? Oh, sorry. There's no box for me, buddy. You're going to have to move on. Yeah. Like, right. I, I, don't, I just don't care. Yeah, I, I want the truth. Uh-huh. You know, and that's that's. That's the thing about it. It's like, I don't know, like, it's in, I, I've talked to people about watching people's videos of their injuries and things like that. And the thing is, is like, it, 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 what, what I see a lot of is that they'll be like, well, I can't give this any validity because that threatens my view of what I think is going on in the world and I, I I've made a decision in a lot of the cases a lot of the people did choose to get shots and they'll but they'll be like well I I I know I'm not right uh, or I know I'm not wrong mm. so what I'm what so anything that is might may introduce the idea that I may have made a wrong decision um, I, I'm just gonna act like that's not, not it, 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 mm. it's, it's not even it doesn't even exist. And you, uh, uh, I'll I'll degrade your value because you've even entertained that idea. And um, I was it's like, like, that's there's only bad science. On that's side. yeah. It's like yeah, you know I mean, like like it's just your okay. Well, that that that's bad science over there. Well, no, it's not. There's bad signs on both sides. It's I, I was, have to find the middle ground. My thing is, is I'm never going to tell. Like, if a person comes to me with a study, what am I like? I, I, I mean, it it may suggest something contrary to what I think, but 
that is what science is about. Science is about the convergence of information, people trying to figure out a situation and things. We, we, somewhere along the way, we started thinking things like, uh, there's only one way to do something. Uh-huh. And that is, that, that is how totalitarianism happens. That, this, that is kind of the, it, the, the breath of it is, there's only one way to do it. There's only one way to defeat a, a disease. There's only one. It's just like, and I'll tell, like, I'll tell my dad, like, I've been trying to, like, keep him, as informed of certain things that I, you know, yeah. and, and, and I told him, I said that, you know, there are people who have treated this therapeutically quite successfully in in this world. And like, the, and he's like, well, why isn't it on the news? Well, because it would seem that that would probably take away from their profits and they're not really into putting, the dollar. they're not really mm-hmm. putting in the, you know, the, not only that, like what ha- you know what happened with you know Sanjay Gupta and, and Joe Rogan, Joe you know Rogan what I mean? Like, it's like now we see that yes, they they will tell straight up lies on the news. I've always suspected that. I've always suspected that. See, people are like it's on the news; it has to be true, right? And that's that that that's that's just not. Uh, that's completely ignorant to the idea that like they're that they're not that they're being funded by people who are who need the world to be framed in certain ways in order to continue to make money. Well, yeah. and and like him or not, I think more than anything, Trump's presidency really shone a light on how corrupt the media is. I mean. I can agree that there's things like I I voted for him. I voted for him a second time. I think he went about things wrong. Ultimately, like there's people on the left who will tout and talk about uh, um, Bill Clinton and about how his economy and this and that. But his economy overall, like over time is when you really see the effects of what they're doing. And like, like you said about Trump, like what what's happening now is partially because of are a big part of what Trump had to, to do and Congress and, and the bills Biden they passed. making it worse. He, he could have just started the ball mm-hmm. run and Biden's just pushing it faster and faster mm-hmm. downhill, you know. Yeah, I mean, like Bill Clinton also, I mean, the reality of it is is the, when the president leaves, whether you, I mean, I don't really think the president does, but if you believe in that, his decisions really, it's not like they're instant. Right. They don't happen today. Right. They happen months or sometimes years. Or the the after. consequences. Yeah, the consequences. Yeah. After the, after whatever he put in motion is mm-hmm. in motion. So like everybody getting all sauced up about something that happened a month after Trump was out. Are you serious? Right. Like, come on, guys. Like, yeah, okay. So Trump started this, and Biden's not making it any better. So the reality of it is they're both bad. Mm-hmm. So like, let's just like. That's what they call it, you know, the, the, with the one guy who I listened to on uh, the, the Last American Vagabond podcast. And he's always talking about the two-party illusion and that that is the thing that is, uh, you know, it that is a, 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 that contributes a lot to the division that we see. Mm-hmm. It's that the idea that we've, we've been through, this, this place is kind of, um, the champ it champions cognitive dissonance it it champions the ability to believe two contradictory 
concepts at the same time. So here we are, and we're you know we 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 take up these sides politically, but I think at an essential level, a good deal of people understand that it's really just two sides of the same coin, and that they're going to continue. I mean, how many presidents? Did it go through to, you know, in the Middle East? How many people said that they, you yeah. know, that, that they were going to leave and all? Like, how many people mm, did it go through? You're, yeah. You know, so, so that's what I mean. It's like, this is the continuation of a, of something bigger than individual presidencies and, and, and things. This is about, uh, uh, a force, you know, it's probably kind of what, you know, um, uh, Dwight Eisenhower was talking about and what John F. Kennedy was talking about. We talking about the, this, this concept of this government or this, this sort of shadow situation that, um, acts outside of the law, but mm-hmm. is, uh, in the shadows and not seen by the people uh, you know, it's not the people that they put on television. It's right. you know those people are sort of like, uh, kind of like a buffer between the realities of the world. It's it's kind of like the digestible version of the realities of the world that they put in front of us in order to kind of placate us, like to for us to. It, it's it is and it, the world is entertainment. You know, and now we have the ability to not just take in what's going. Like you said, when you were growing up, it was just your town. Now the entire world is is your entertainment, mm-hmm. and that is an addictive concept. You know, and over time, what I think is going to probably happen is is you're going to see people who are going to want to separate and go more into nature. Or more into like a natural way of living, and then um, you're going to see, like you said, like they're talking about. They want people to be in the cities. They want them to be in these hubs, and then it's just going to be out in the with all them wild people out there, mm-hmm. you know. Which is probably how uh, the native populations end up being the people who they are, right? You know that they they're in their own situation, and then uh, they there's an attempt to pull them in to this situation. And then, you know, a lot of them don't want to be a part of this Mm -hmm. because they see that it's, uh, they, you know, most likely they've seen civilizations happen similarly. Uh, You know, they, they talk about, I was watching something that a guy said that, uh, this, this, there's a native American concept called like, it's called Vitico. And Vitico is like, a mind virus like it's a it's 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 a it's this virus that kind of takes over a culture or a society that where there is more that it always wants more it all it just continues to envelop it will kill and do and they've seen that happen within their own societies when they were you know over here by themselves the natives were they've seen that happen that was happening then so it's like it's it's a thing that happens to certain societies. They get so big because they they cannot be satiated. Like they're they're always going to want more, and history is full of that. History is full of things, uh, civilizations that 
continue to expand until they it, they've spread too thin. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just kind of how it works. You know, I don't uh, I don't take any like uh, I don't like the idea. Like it's 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 that. But this is this is what civilizations do. This is the cycles that we yeah. find ourselves in. Well, and like you were talking about with uh, cancel culture too. I mean, and bringing up history. In history, it wasn't necessarily cancel culture. You were just banished from civilization. You had to leave the city. <laughs> yeah, you had to get that's out. Real cancel. You can't take stuff. There's no <laughs> anything out there. Go survive on your own. I mean, so it's it's nothing new. It's and just we're soft now. <laughs> that are like like that kind of conversation where there's like there's some kind of something happens in the world and there's like cities that have walls around them and mm-hmm. like and then like okay well you're banished outside the wall or or that's the opposite right you can't go outside the wall because there's you know a creature out there mm-hmm. that's walking dead that's you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like how much do we see that it's kind of i don't know well, and then, I mean, you, you look, there's two sides to that coin, too, because what do we do? We banish people or cancel them, or we lock them away right. and control their every move yeah. and make money off of them, right? It, it stimulates our economy, having all those jobs in the prisons yeah. for these yeah. people. Now, I'm not, yeah, not, not arguing that there's not people that, you know, belong in prison or belong banished from right. society for terrible things. Well, no, like, I mean... Well, no, 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 I, I, I just, I get I get annoyed, not annoyed, but the, when we start this conversation, we have, I, we have no justice system. No. The reality, that's the reality. No. Because when the people at top aren't held to the same mm-hmm. laws and the same things to, as everybody else, there is no justice system. Well, there's only us going to prison, and, there's a, and then there's them making laws to put us in prison. Absolutely, and uh, a lot of times unjustly, um, but not not only that, um, with with the justice system, it is so far gone because all you need is to have money and you can pay a lawyer who can get you out of anything. Like talking about uh, the, the whole idea of guns and gun ownership and gun rights, um, the laws that are on the books right now for guns, I think I read something. There's like a total in America of like three thousand gun laws on the books. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not in every place, but how is many people? Federal, or is that total as a country? I think it's total as a country, okay. but federally there is a lot of there are a lot of restrictions. And how many people break these laws and then get out of like you know you, they commit a uh, uh, horrible, like, you know, homicide or armed robbery or, you know, injure someone, an assault, and they use a deadly weapon and then they get off scot-free or they get a slap on the wrist because they were able to get someone who could work the system for them, get them back into society, and it's it's unbelievable. Like, you know, when I hear people, oh, that guy was in prison, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, when you were younger, you never broke no law? Or, right. Or you never, right. Like, even the simplest one. Mm-hmm. Just because you didn't get caught, that makes you better than that person, right? I I think yeah, no, like, I'm on now. I think criminality is an attribute of our nation. Criminality is bred into who we are as Americans, and that's not something that we like to admit. <laughs> but you know, when when you're when you're continuing 
sort of like the illegal acquisition of lands through genocide. And then you continue on. And then the people who did that are the people who are maintaining power and writing laws. laws. Criminality is, it's, it's a part of, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying that all of, that everybody is criminal to the level of like uh, incarceration, but criminality realistically is it's like we were saying earlier. It has to do with, with people who ultimately want freedom. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's ultimately like people wanting freedom that leads you into criminality. And we see it at the top and we know that those people can't be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And, now we've reached a point where I don't think anyone here is what is it's I don't think that they can be held accountable for any of the things that they that they do. So they can get on TV and be politicians and they can lie to your face. They can they can say all these things. You can be Anthony Fauci and get up there and just lie to people and know it. And and and, and you can do it. But there's no accountability anymore. So because realistically, accountability—what, what, what, what does that equal? Like, I guess you could say a, a fair trial, but at the same time, accountability is like, <laughs> like I heard a doctor say, and that's and, and and I thought it was a little extreme when he said it, but he was talking about the them prescribing remdesivir to people, and that it seems to have taken out a lot of people. Um, when there were things that could have been used that, you know, their chances would have been a little better. And he was saying, he said about Anthony Fauci, he said, how, how is this guy still alive? Like, it, to to be running around, to, to, and to, for, for, this, isn't the, this isn't the first time you did this. Yeah. You did this in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. you, you did this back with AIDS and stuff. Exactly. And, 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 and so it's like, why is he? How's this guy still alive? I'm not like saying that I, I want anybody kill kill him or anything, oh, but I'm. But I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying is, <laughs> but I'm th- but I'm I'm trying to look at it from this standpoint. It's just like if we can figure out a nonviolent way to hold people accountable, and it, the problem is, is like you're saying, is that there's no the the justice the, the, like there's not it's not really what that is. It's like the how things were in like the 1984 book Orwell when they and, and they talk about you know uh, um, uh, slavery is freedom type stuff like you know what I mean like it's 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 wordplay mm-hmm. like it's really you know the court system most of us have no re- that's an entire language to itself it's an entire uh, when when you I heard a guy say when you enter a courtroom the reason why everything looks so strange is because you're no long like once you step into the like that's a different that's a different things words that you say do not mean the same thing in that room that they mean outside of the room so it's like we we're, we're caught up in that we're caught up in in really being kind of legally like uh um what's it called um um we can't like illiterate <coughs> we're, we're 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 sort of legally, legally illiterate mm-hmm. 
And the people who are on top, they seem to be the people who, you know, they may be somewhat legally illiterate themselves. But if you can surround yourself with people and lawyers and things, mm-hmm. people who understand the language, then you can make your way through. But the average person doesn't have it's that. Like the tax code. They make it so exactly. complicated. Some people, some people either give up or don't understand it. Yeah. You I mean, it's, it's like, I think the language metaphor is a good one, but what comes to my mind first would be like the kind of system that it is. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it is it is definitely a system that uh, was put in place and I feel like in every possible way has been taken advantage of, has been exploited. Um well, the first word they use is fair trial. Where, how is a fair trial? Somebody comes in there with a public defender that gets paid twenty thousand dollars a year that hates their job that comes and shows up just to, to be there, and then the person across from them that is paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to put that other person in prison. I don't really think that's fair. Right. I mean, uh, so we might as well just throw that one out. We might as well just say it's a trial. Because that person, the poor soul that's getting the public defender is already screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they also, and the reason they have the public defenders is because they can't afford them. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it, it's, uh, the justice system, in my mind, is so far gone that you just not, like, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm at the point where I think everything's so far gone. There's just no coming back. Yeah. Like, when I say, like, we, I'm, like, ready to take the, the thing that chops the head, what's the thing? No, the guillotine, guillotine. yeah, guillotine, uh, I, yeah. I think the only way you fix things is you take the guillotine down to the Congress, <laughs> chop off like three or four heads, you make them wait in line like they're going to be next, and you say, hey, you got any questions? You know how we're going to proceed from here forward, right? And, you know, that's how we do things. But, and, you know, I, I get it. We shouldn't, I mean, I know we shouldn't be talking about violence, but at some point, things get so fucked up that, like, there is only I don't know. I feel like there's only one. I understand that. I mean, I definitely, um, I feel like that is like sort of the obvious thing. I guess the obvious thing, but at the same time, it's like violence, uh, uh, violence begets violence. And these people seem to be some of the most violent people who've ever been on the planet. So it's like, that violence seems to be what they do. Like they, they'll go. Like they, they, they'll do a world tour with violence. But <laughs> th- this goes back to what I said about I think we've become soft too, and we've softened our people because you're to the point where you see things so far gone. You think it's like extreme to that point, right? So I don't necessarily. I there's a good chance it could happen um, with wow. the way things are going, but I don't know that it should go that far. I think, honestly, there's just people who need to get punched in the face. Like, but you can't even do that nowadays. You can't, you can't even punch someone in the well, face. If you, read the, <laughs> if you read the Fauci emails. That is some bullshit. <laughs> you if you read the Fauci emails, <laughs> that guy should have been fired on the spot. Someone should have punched him in his face. Listen, I got kicked off of Facebook because I said he should take it. Some, the, Bloomberg put a thing up that said, happy birthday, Dr. Fauci. I wrote, this guy shouldn't be getting birthday wishes. He needs a dirt nap. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me all the things. Or they, they uh, gave me uh, something, suspended me. I was like, well, you know, and some old lady's like, you can't say that. Really? Because 
if you think about it, if we if if we read the emails and we this guy could be responsible for a whole lot of people's death. Mm-hmm. And that's the I mean that's that's the part I think that that keeps me like uh, you know I, I get real frustrated with people because I'm like I've seen a situation happen where it seems like people were being were, were were having a lot of success treating people with a lot of different things and then they chose not to inform people of that and t- people lost people you know what i mean yeah. people lost people off of that you, you know, know in the new infrastructure bill they're trying to make it that uh, one thing in there is that they're trying to make it that you have to get a doctor's note to now get vitamins what yes that's why I don't know. It's not like they just saying. Like I have the belief about COVID that you take some vitamin D, you take some. I think there's another thing called China, and you take some vitamin C, and it protects me. Mm-hmm. And right or wrong, that's what I'm going. I'm going forward with that. I don't you care. have the right to be wrong. Exactly. You know. <laughs> and you know what? If I made a mistake and I end up fucking six feet under, you know what? It's but, it is what it is. But that's that's my, my thought on my the vaccine. Care, you that, know, exactly. constitutional right mm-hmm. to do so. Absolutely. And you know what? If you want to get it back, I don't care. Right. If you've done, re- you know, you you made a conscious decision to get the vaccine, mm-hmm. that's your choice. Mm-hmm. But don't come at me. I don't know. I, I'm at the point now where I have anti-vax t-shirts that I wear out in public <laughs> specifically. Like, I'm, making, I'm at the point now where I want... I'm, I'm getting, it's getting bad. You want to have to punch someone in the face. I don't want to punch people in the face, but I don't want people to mistake me not wearing a mask that I'm vaccinated. Right. I want them to know that I'm not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And you got a problem with that? Go ahead. Don't stand there. You think I care? You're going to move six, move a hundred feet away from me. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. You're doing exactly <laughs> what I want. I'm going to stand in the middle of the store. I'm going to order my food at Wawa at lunch. And it, go ahead. You think I care? No. Like we're, but I feel like we need to get to this point. Like it's, I see, I see what you mean, and you that's like you have to almost. It's like the pendulum. You have to go so far yeah. this way to, so we can just come back to some, like some semblance of, right. of compromise, right? You know, and I and I because I just I don't know, and, and maybe I'm going around about it by trying to egg people on in the middle of Wawa and lunch I don't know, but like that's where I'm at. And like I realized, like I also think about this, like I like I know people in my family. If I wear the shirt, that like you know, it's like one says you're the experiment, <laughs> 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 With the big yellow skull on it, and like a thing. I like, and, and that's the thing. It's know, like, like it's gonna be a problem. I understand. I understand. Uh, it, it when you when you feel like you can't have a conversation. You see, you do feel sometimes like you want to um, sort of signal to to have a, a conversation with people just because we all, I think people feel comp- like really unheard. Like, you know, I, I, I think that some people, I, just, some people just, I'm just at the point, I'm drawing my line in the sand. We're getting, we're just getting too far. The, the like I'm I'm reading a story about Germany and they're kick, they're not allowing people in the fucking grocery store because they don't have a vaccine passport. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching what's going on. I don't know if you guys are watching what's going on in Australia, but they're fucking. I've seen yeah. some shit. Yeah. yeah, they're crazy over there. I've seen some. Like videos. some dude coughed in an elevator. They put a warrant out for his arrest. Oh shit! 
Okay, like, I mean, and at some point, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> listen, I, I did very poorly in high school, mm. but I remember enough about history what happened in Germany when Hitler was there. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, and all these other people that got way better grades than me, I don't know what they're doing, but, like, how do you not remember your history of what's going on? Just, how can you be, how can you be in what, we just went through, we had a protest in I know for a certain there was a protest and there was people at that protest for civil rights, protesting for civil rights that are now telling that I should get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But well, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It's like don't I mean, don't come telling me that you're all down for the cause or whatever, and, the, and then, like, trying to tell me that you, I can't make my own decisions and, as to what goes into my body. That's, yeah. It's like, it's, 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 that has to be some sort of conditioning because on its face, that's absolutely a civil rights issue. That's a human rights issue. Mm -hmm. Like, the idea, it should terrify everybody, the idea that some, that, people of power think that they can tell people what they have to put into their body because they might a person might not care about this particular medical intervention but right, right. what happens when they say hey listen exactly. listen um uh, this is uh this is uh this is called the brain stem 221000 this brain it, it'll make you jump 10 feet up in the sky It'll make you be able to see for miles. You'll be able to wings come out your back. They'll, 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 and then and somebody's going to say, <laughs> and, and people say, well, that's far-fetched. Is it? Is that far-fetched in this world? Where <laughs> in this world, people, like, they got do robot dogs with and stuff with guns mounted on them. This like it's not it's this this the world that we think we kind of like live in is because of technology no one understands where we'll be technologically in 5 years nobody knows what that is so when a person says uh well you really think that they could put a microchip in a person or that they could change your bi biological yes why not why not? Why they would took, that not happen? In 2008, Bitcoin was born. Six months ago, El Salvador now uses it as their currency. Mm -hmm. Government-issued currency. Okay, that was 10 years. Yeah. That, or not 10 years. Uh, the, uh, 13 years. Yeah. In 13 years, that happened. So, like, a country, a small country in South America, they said, well, I was able to get a currency. And now, the, so look, in 2008, you can imagine people be like, Listen, ten years, you know, thirteen years from now, this country over here, they're gonna have this currency. It's called Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Like Bitcoin, even nobody would fathom that. And there's multiple countries that want to do it because it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense for them. But like, you know, I mean, like that's where we're at. And that, I mean, thirteen years is surprising. It took that long. Really? Like you said yeah. in five years. You know, five years. You don't even know. You cannot picture the world in five years. You it went from Bitcoin went from being used on the dark web to mainstream in five years. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and and another thing, talking about technology and where things can go, and questioning like, can something like that happen? Yeah. I mean, how can people not think 
for themselves that people are so powerful. What we've already done and accomplished technologically, scientifically, medically, all the advancements, all the things that we have, people are amazing. What we've done, we can do so much more. Like there, there's still the battle for this, the battle for that, the fight for can't to end cancer. You know, there's all kinds of things about it. We've talked about yeah. these things before. There's uh, homeopathic things. There's, you know, it. There's no limit to what can be done. Well, there is limit because you have companies that will realize that their profits are in trouble. But the limit is set by people. Right. There's potentially anything, I mean, anything could happen. That's the truth. And, yeah. and there's, I mean, the government has technology that's 50 years ahead mm-hmm. of what we even realize. And that's so we probably have no like idea they, about. Yeah. yeah. We, you know, and when I say, like, people talk about revolution, I'm like, they have shit that, like, they had it yeah. years ago where they can, like, single out a person with a freaking satellite and give them a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, your guns, it's great we all have guns, but the reality of it is, like, there's really bad people in charge of these really bad things that we have no clue what even exists. Right. So, is it, you, are you, do you think you're going to have to pick up your gun and go fight the government? It's not going to happen. You want to fight the government? It's kind of weird, because, like, I've talked about this before. Basically, what you, you, you want to, you want to fight the government, you stop working. Because guess what happens? Everybody stop working. We don't pay taxes no more. Guess how everything happens? Our tax money. Mm-hmm. That's the answer. Well, well, see, that's the problem too. Talking about like circling back to to China, um, we how much are we in debt to China? So uh, I can't even. I don't know what the number is, but it's, it's trillions of dollars. It's it's trillion. Uh, maybe crazy? more than that now. Because and that's how they fund you. So they, they fund. They want to fund the the infrastructure bill. Right. They like get. So, the richest country in the world needs to get a loan from another country. Well, they 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 talk about how <laughs> the majority of Americans are in so much debt, right? right? So what does our government do? They're the biggest problem. They're the ones who are in world. debt. Yeah. Meanwhile, the people who are running the shit are extremely wealthy, completely taken care of medical wise. They don't have to abide by any of the stuff that we do. They don't have days a year, make hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. They, they don't have free health and have the best health insurance in the world. Congress has no term limits. It is it is absolutely unfair and insane. So I mean at the end of the day I, I don't I mean, I don't know, like I feel like we're getting to the point where there's going to be complete anarchy and there's going to be shit that hit, hit. hasn't there Mo- been already a, a lot of countries no not the kind of anarchy I'm talking about. like countries most <laughs> countries the next level. well yeah, you're yeah, talking I'm you're talking anarchy. large scale but yeah, already yeah. there's been small yeah, there's, scale there's, anarchy like, and tastes of it kind of crazy. it was tastes of it which i kind of feel like they let that happen they they obviously did i mean like the people just came in and took over a, a, a freaking part of seattle and like nobody like the government was just like yeah go ahead Oh, now we're pissed off. This is just going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they just ended it when they wanted to. Right. It was like, yeah, you guys have some fun. And then we're going to come in here and just go be over. But, like, what happens in Chicago when people, there's one and a half people shot dead every day from gun violence, mm-hmm. and the fucking cops say, screw your, your vaccine mandate, and you can fire us. Mm-hmm. So now what happens? Maybe it'll get better. Who knows? That might get better. We don't know. Right. Or it could get far, far worse. How'd yeah. you get crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, <laughs> right, right. It's about to get real crazy. So, like, I, I mean, 
at the end of the day, most most places like most like Rome, like and places like that, inflation actually took down those countries, mm-hmm. those empires. Like they debased their currency so bad that it ends up taking out the country. Right. And I mean, we're heading literally down that. I mean, we're not far from that. Like we're gonna have. I mean, you already see. It. I don't know about you guys. I go grocery. I spent a hundred dollars today. And I got like three bags of stuff mm-hmm. at Walmart. I'm mm-hmm. like, what is what? Yeah, it's like crazy. what? Dog food was like thirty five dollars. Now yeah. we've seen the size of our dog, so we get the big bag. But still, but still thirty five dollars for a cheap bag of dog food. Right. Come on, now. like we're not far away from you know, and you know all the all the, sh- the shipping containers sitting in California, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. And you know, most of that is. Self-induced, you know, in California they change they change regulations for the truckers. Mm-hmm. The truckers are all pissed off, so they're quitting. Yeah. So that's not really it's self-inflicted. It's yep. not like COVID. Like they're making it out like it's all COVID, and the reality of it is, it's, well, it's not policies. All COVID. It's policies. It's policies. It's how you're doing things. It's COVID as the excuse. Right. COVID is the, it's the COVID greatest is excuse the, in history. It's the greatest excuse that I've ever seen. You know, I, I asked my dad. I said, "Have you ever seen anything like this in your life?" And you know, he said, "I've never seen anything Does anybody like get this. sick anymore other but than COVID? Nobody gets the you flu. Get a oh, the flu doesn't exist. Right, and, and the truth of the matter is that all of these—I mean, we—the amount of virus and, and and stuff just floating around in the everyday air that you live in. I mean, I, I I've heard are astronomical, like different, yeah. like so. I'm not saying I I, I would never say that it's not." Um, that it hasn't hurt people and stuff like that. Like, I'm not going to say that. But what I would say is, is that we, you know, you never let a good crisis go to waste. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, both be a real thing and you can take advantage of it. That's how it works. And I think that that's, I think that's kind of, um, you know, and it, it took me a, a long time to kind of see it with certain things. But like, uh, I, I often look at, uh, you know, like the racial s- s- situation like that. Like there, there was a situation that was real, and then corporate interest attached itself to that struggle, and then made a, and then kind of flipped it and made it into something that was fashionable, and then. And it, that's how you do that. Like that's how. And if you could, you could probably watch that happen to a lot of different things. Like it's, it's the, the corporate interests coming in and taking over, uh, grassroots or naturally occurring situation. And I, I, I it's 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 a, it's a perfect way to 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 sway, of uh you know um, public opinion and to you know control the people because right. because you know it, it, people are like oh so what my struggle's not real or something like that and it's like no i'm not saying that but i'm saying that it may have been co-opted by things mm-hmm. and that's <clears throat> it can start out as a true movement yeah and then get co-opted by whatever that co-ops it and it turns into something else and then all but then ultimately like, it doesn't change the yeah. fact that it started yeah, for a reason mm-hmm. and that it's important yeah and, and when you have that real basis it's kind of like when you see like cult leaders and stuff like that you have to attach you need truth in your message regardless of if you're going to attach lies to it because you need to get the people hooked on the truth 
of it, the truth that they can find in it. Because, you know, nobody's going to believe or go along with something that has no truth to it. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, like, I was listening to the podcast and they are talking about how they, why they outlawed hemp. Yeah. Because the guy that he, like, bought all this equipment and had all this money invested in paper. And, like, they realized that hemp could have been used at much cheaper cost. Yeah. And there was some kind of machine that turned hemp into paper that was, like, ridiculously cheap. Yeah. And, like, he realized he would have been broke if he let this come out. Mm-hmm. And he de- so he, he started a marketing campaign that demonized hemp because hemp could have been used. Like, they say hemp can be used for, like, ridiculous like amount of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they put it in concrete and concrete stronger. Like, it's crazy. And so, like, that guy literally just deep, and look how long that lasted. Mm-hmm. The, the entire, yeah, and this that's another thing I point out to people who, especially working where I work, you know, where I'm working around cannabis all day, you know, I'm always saying to people, I'm like, you do know that the same establishment that you seem so beholden to right now was the same establishment that spread lies and propaganda about cannabis for the better part of a hundred years. And now you're an essential worker, right? And you know, yeah, and, and now I'm an essential worker <laughs> in in a field that is not even federally legal. So it's like what what is, what is you know, I was like, well, I just didn't understand. I was like, we we just by being there and working there, we have alternative ways of thinking. That is kind of what defines what people want to call like the pothead or something like that. It's really about you have an alternative way of thought. And I think uh, the smoking of cannabis is definitely something that uh, opens up a particular conversation between people. And it's just been really interesting to see people say like, you know, to, to you know, people who were supposed to be these like punk rock, you know, real like an, like anti-establishment types, and they and and it's like somebody like switched a switch on or off, or however you want to look at it, and now they that now they have become the tool of the establishment. Like um, yeah, I saw somebody they I forget who it was. I think it was um. Uh, tinfoil hat Sam Tripoli. He he, he had his shirt. Uh, uh he said rage. Uh, what he said rage for the machine or something like mm-hmm. that. Not not rage against the <laughs> yeah, machine. Yeah. It's like rage in favor yeah. of the machine. Like yeah. this is what ha- has become. Like it's it's really weird the psychology of how Isn't do you amazing how they did that. How do you switch? Mm-hmm. How do you switch that off in a in, in a person like? It's slow. Like, they do it little by little, and they just kind of, like, it just, it, it's, a, it's I'm like pretty, an hourglass, no. right? Like, every little pellet that comes through the hourglass just is slowly turning them until completely empty and in a completely the opposite away of what they used to be. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting because I think uh, if you guys like sci-fi stuff, which I feel like you guys probably do yes. after talking with you for plenty of hours, yeah. um, the movie Inception. Yeah. I mean, maybe not no. that technologically advanced, but they are doing Inception. They Inception are changing before. our minds and changing how we think. So what do you think for a person that that doesn't work on? Why is that? Um, 
What what's the difference? Why is it like that's the question? Uh, you know what I mean? Well, that we we can't answer that question because then they'll know how to change your minds. No, it's it's the free thinking people, man. It's 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 the people who can think for themselves, who can look outside the box. Because, like, I, for me personally, I don't believe anything. Like, yeah, I, you I, question everything. I question every single thing. You tell yeah. me that wall is gray. I'm like, is it? <laughs> I, mean, I see it's gray, but is it? Right. Yeah, like, like if I see it, and I tell my wife all the time. She'll watch the news. I said, she'll, she'll be like, did you hear what? I said, that's bullshit. She's like, well, you didn't even hear what they said. I said, exactly. <laughs> I didn't hear what they said, but I know it's bullshit. I know uh-huh. what they're saying. I, and, uh, and, and I try not to be like that, but I, at the I, same time. I try not to be, but. <laughs> I try not to, but at the same time, I've seen them do, I've seen them, I've seen such, such blatant cover-up of things that. You know, you ever hear that clip where they're playing like simultaneously? They start playing all of these different oh, the local news stations, yeah. local oh, news thing, thing, and they all start saying the oh, same thing. And it's I just like blood boiling, it's just like this is the reality that your your reality is being framed to framed by someone to you. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, he always says something. He said, um, he always asked me this question. He said, "Do we see things? Or are we shown things?" That's always thing that you know, and that's that's become a, a question that I always ask. I always say, while we do see things quite naturally, we are also shown things, and we're sh- we're shown things in order to create a particular environment. You know. Well, we talked, we touched on this a little bit earlier too. So that might be the difference: people who have become present, because as you were saying. Are you, st- are you seeing or are you being shown something? How would you know if you're not present? And that's, that's one truth. of the things that they have in, you know, there's different books, there's different videos and talking about presence. And I think there's a section of society who that's come out with. But then a lot of times, like you would think of uh, someone and, and the kind of talking of presence is more maybe left leaning and sometimes hippies. And hippies were always anti-establishment right. too, and now, now it's like, what? What are you talking about? They've done like, something to the, to these people to the point where it's like, now, uh, I don't really know where I. You know what I mean? Like I've always identified with uh, hippies and and and, and things like that, mm-hmm. anti-war yeah. type people. But now they're just like, hey, like, uh, yeah. We're hippies, but if you don't have your shots, don't come to my house. Right. It's like, that is so, like, I never, I didn't think that that was, it was crazy when that first started happening. When, you know, somebody had gotten a hold of my wife and she did, you know, this was somebody who I went to school with and stuff. And um, they know us and, and. You know, we share family, like my, you know, it's my sister-in-law's family. And then she had said something to my wife and she she said, it it, it was just odd. She said something like, we're looking forward to having parties with fully vaccinated people. And my wife, you know, she, you know, she wrote back and told her like, look, we're not, we, we, that's not, you know, that's not the way that we're going. And, you know. And then it was just like, all right, well, so, so what? So now you don't want to get to know us more? Like, is now somehow you're how a bad do person? You, and mm. how do you get to stand in, in like this kind of like 
sort of like liberal arrogance and and, and and say that you are how do you how do you rationalize yourself that you're not being a segregationist so like how, how like how's that not segregation how, like how like the people like in when it was Hitler became Hitler and like they got regular people to rat on other people and like shoot people like mm-hmm. in the street because you know what I mean yes. like and I feel like that's what I'm watching, like the turning of how that became a thing, yeah. and we're like getting to that point where people are gonna like start informing on people. Like they're gonna rat. They're, like first off, I think there's gonna be another stimulus, and people that aren't vaccinated aren't gonna get the stimulus money. That's that, the that, that would be. I and then be in that same yeah. in that same deal is gonna be like, listen, if you saw something, you know, if you saw the unvaxxed. Like uh, going in the store, if you rat them out, you get a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, or something like that's gonna happen. Because I feel like it's it just like it, it's like I think I think like for some reason I've been thinking about like Hitler and all this stuff for like a lot lately. Because I feel like I'm literally watching it happen again. Mm-hmm. And I'm, we're not getting shooting people in the street, but we're not far from that. We're not shooting people in the street, but we don't. We're, we're civilized people. We don't do things like that. We cancel people. Yeah. We 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 assassinate the they, character of a person. Suicide. Some people commit suicide. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't use the gun on them, but they they, they talk all this shit about bullying and all this yeah. stuff. It's like how. How is it not bullying for you to come on television and pretty much try to incite some sort of uh, discrimination against people who haven't gotten shots? Whispering and shit. Well, Trump Talk- is inciting people <laughs> on November 6th. Right? He's trying to get them to take over the government. He yeah. was inciting. And they put him up. They, they were trying to impeach him. Mm-hmm. On his, like, he wasn't even president anymore. Right. They wasted money trying to impeach him. Yeah, for, for that. And it's like... Well, and that, that, that was a distraction, right? Yeah. I mean, it was. That, that was a yeah. the big you saw, distraction. You, you guys see that hey, the, the, the video of the dude they're looking at, like, as the a, a, a possible agent provocateur. Yeah. Like, that the, guy who... The tall guy? The guy who... Like, well, I heard a clip, and the guy was like... It was like uh, the fifth. And he was like... He's like talking to this group of people. He's like, "We need to go down there." He's like, go "We inside. need to, we need to go in the building." Yeah. Da, 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 da. And then, like, they Damn said the God. next day, they saw him like directing people and stuff. And it was just like, "Yes, this is this is." I'm glad he that hasn't the, been arrested. But <laughs> and, and, but this is what's always been going on. The agent provocateur. Like, how many of these? I mean, you got to think. The FBI most likely has people embedded. In just about any radicalized group in this country, mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper is former CIA. Oh, that's crazy. He's like the it's main not guy a surprise. You know what I mean? But it, <clears throat> that that go, that goes into like that that project was it Project Mo, Monarch or uh, Mo- Mockingbird or Mo- Mockingbird? Yeah, mm-hmm. when they're talking about yeah. these, you know, inserting people into the inserting people. That's clearly happening and that's the you know they were talking about that like years ago and it's like the development of these things these things that fall out of the minds of the regular public don't you know we get this idea that once they disappear from our minds that they don't develop they forget it's, and it's then, like what and then they're like well there's no way the government would do that but they've done it time and time again yeah like, there's no way your own government killed civilians. What do you mean? 
Like what was what's the one you know, the Tuskegee experiment? Yeah, yeah, experiments? yeah, those experiments, you know. Like, well, hello, like, and how many times was uh the one in Cuba? I can't remember. Uh, the bad uh, pigs. Yeah, bad pigs. Yeah. Or whatever, where they tried to get, they tried to make it like Cuba was gonna invade us so they could go into Cuba. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. I mean, like, and this was like literally. I think that some people, right? What they've done is, is they've made this. When you bring thoughts that are not from, that you can find on network television, you can automatically be called a conspiracy theorist. And and that's the thing. People have weaponized that word they, or that term. They say, he's a conspiracy theorist, which means what? Does that, I heard somebody say, say conspiracy theorist doesn't mean wrong. That's not what that means. It just term. means that this person... You know, we we theorize. I don't know anybody who isn't a conspiracy theorist to some degree. But wait, wait, don't doesn't isn't science based on theory? I mean, this no. this all knowing, no, this all knowing science is no. The science is settled. That's what they tell. Mm-hmm. They always tell people. But but yet it's changing. But it's always changing, right? Right? Yeah. It reminds me of when what's a remember when um. When we had your daughter here and uh, with uh, uh, Jessica and and she and she was like looking because she was like looking at us like we're just like these dumb like unvaccinated people. Me. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's uh, it's okay, yo. You know, uh, we we still had the conversation yeah. and but it was like she was like looking at us. She was like, "I'm not worried at all about getting it because I got the shot." So it's like you you don't know yet that you could get it too. And it's like, I, that's why, like, I remember I was like very, like, I didn't want to dive deep into that because I had all, I had seen, like, I was saying things like. You were very restrained. I was impressed. It, I got a little. I had stuff. to. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> it, but I needed you to. So that was good. Well, she was saying, I don't want. You but know, she, she was like saying that, like, pretty much. People can't go in grocery stores if they're not she, vaccinated or wearing a mask. She was like, that's shit. fine. Was, what, that, that, was, okay that was her that. that was her opinion? That was, her opinion was that that was that, that was okay. okay. She was good with that. that. Yeah. And I was just like, this is so clearly segregationist and so discriminatory. And it in it on its face, it is against your values to be that way. Unless you have been triggered to uh somebody uh, to to uh, a villainized uh person in society. And that's mm-hmm. you know, it's like I don't think a person should be villainized for for having a medical or a spiritual philosophy. Like that's that's not that that seems to be the opposite of what all this is about. But then then again, so like coming from a side where I I believe more in the vaccine, yeah. right? And I I get that you know you guys don't or a bit obviously. Right, However, like with what she said, I would agree, and I would say, okay, so me personally. I feel like after all the research I've done and what I see, I think, well, I, I'm, i as far as I know, I'm younger and healthy. I'm 32. I'm healthy. I don't think I was at risk from COVID. I do believe COVID is real. I don't think I'm at risk from getting seriously sick from COVID. However, I believe that since I got the vaccine, it's supposed to, supposed to, in theory, right. make it less likely that I would get seriously ill or die if I get COVID. Now, that is the main thought. Like, first it was, oh, you're not going to get COVID. Oh, the masking is going to be gone, which is actually also one of the things that kind of pushed me into wanting to get the vaccine. Right. 
newsflash, I still have to wear a vaccine at work. No, you um, mean a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yes, yeah, see, my mind's all over the place. <laughs> it's um, funny, though. But then, so if the vaccine <laughs> does indeed do that and protects you, then what the hell does it matter if anyone else has the vaccine? Like, and and uh, masking, like, I'm, I don't like masking. I don't, since, and since I was vaccinated, like we, in the early beginning, we would wear our masks, do, you know, all that stuff. I, when I go out in public, I don't wear a mask anymore. If I've gone into stores already and someone, I went into the GameStop the one day down the road and I went in with my son. So we walk up to the register and the guy comes over, doesn't even really say anything to me, just hands me a mask. And I'm like, just looked at him. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just in here to get a game. I'm not going to start shit. Right. My kid's here. So I just threw it on. Meanwhile, here's my unvaccinated six-year-old without a mask right right next to me. Right, right. Like, you dumbass. What the hell are you doing? I, and I, I had the vaccine at that point, too. So, like, it, yeah. it is one of those things it's where you can't thing. have it both ways. If it's protecting you. Now, I do have a friend, um, one of my scientist friends. He has, um, he's, his son has uh, some, some. Oh autoimmune yeah, yeah. Uh, disorder mm-hmm. i don't want to get into it too much but he would be considered high risk right. so like their family has the vaccine but he's a year away the, the kid is a year away from being eligible to get the vaccine which they would want him to get but because of his autoimmune disorder that's one of those things that's contradictory right. not necessarily so you know they have their concerns right. and i understand their concerns mm-hmm. but they're not complete freaking assholes about it and at the same time like they have their beliefs they're trying to protect their kid i get it Absolutely. i get your i get your opinions uh, I, I get what you're saying but we've had there's been a person that's been on this podcast mm-hmm. and uh he has a similar situation as that where he grew up and he pretty much said that anybody that doesn't get the vaccine and that would if they would die from it he'd be happy they don't yeah, see, and that's that's so crazy like, to me. Like, it's just like it's in. Like, it's, it's and like I just it. said, like I was like gonna get it, and I was just like, you know what? I was like, I just said, hey, I hope your kid's safe. You know, mm-hmm. I hope he stays good healthy luck. and just good luck. Right. And he's like, well, he's like, I can give, send you some information, and like he's like, right away, I felt like uh, I, I was just like, listen, dude, I just ignored him because I right. was like, I was like, this is gonna get ugly quick, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to like. I get, like, in a way, I understand from his mindset, like... like protecting his kid. His kid. protecting yeah. his kid. Yes. So I kind of get it. But, like, you're you don't wish death upon someone. You wish death upon Yeah, that, that makes no like, sense. I'm, I'm, like, I can kind of see your perspective until we're wishing death on people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's a little much. I mean, I don't... Like, yeah. like I said, I like, agree. I think a lot of the times people, because of the how uh, uh, separate things seem to be, like, people think... That if you chose not to get a shot, that you um, somehow hope that people have like problems with it, with the shot, and it's like no, absolutely the opposite. Because most of the people in my life, I'm surrounded by a lot of people who did get the shot. My hope is that my observations are wrong. Yeah, I hope I that everything I've heard and everything that I've attached my uh, thoughts to is wrong. Mm-hmm. 100%. They, they, they're hoping they just, but they need to be right. right. They need to right. be right. right. I don't need. I, matter of fact, I hope I'm wrong. Right. So 
I don't want anything bad to happen to nobody, but the fact that there's been all kinds of reports of deaths. I think the VAERS system is at 17,000 plus of reported deaths in a system that has been shown to only capture around 1% of the, of, of the, of the total, like, uh, total injury. So it's like, I have to consider that. I just, I can't, I can't act like, you know, there's so many things that I've seen that, uh, and listened to that people like, like sometimes I almost wish that I never saw it. Cause it's like, it becomes burdensome because then I, I'm talking to a person and I'm faced with, I'm faced with the, 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 the situation of, do I have a cordial conversation with this person and, 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 and kind of babysit them, so to speak, or do I, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm not to inter- not not to interject it my you know out of nowhere, but you know people will be saying stuff to me and then they'll be like kind of like throwing like some sort of like you know th- they use it like in a with a, like a little jab or something like they're just like you know like you know I uh, my buddy he, he had told me you know his his mom she got COVID after she uh after she had gotten the shot. And then he was just like, yeah, he's like, but uh, he's like, it, it probably would have killed her if she, if she didn't have it. I said, this is a far cry from what this started out as, is that you're good <laughs> because you can't get it or spread it. And now you're talking about if she didn't get it, then it, it would it probably would have killed her. <clears throat> it's like, you can't move the goalposts this many times. How many times can you move a goalpost in order to, to fit? Your narrative, like the well, narr- you know, it no, comes down to that being a hypothesis, though, right? Like you, you cannot truly know, right? So, right. really, what it is is a hypothesis, and I think people are so divided on it because they have their line drawn in the sand, which side that they're on, and that comes down to ego and ego being tied to death, and you not being able to accept being wrong, like yeah. that. It, well, it's and, and part of this too is like you read, so like I read stuff on. Like reports in hospitals, so like I read a report in a hospital where it was, it was a local hospital, and basically five percent of the people in the hospital in the ICU there was like they broke it down like ICU and then it was like people in like on ventilators and mm-hmm. then people that were kind of that were pretty sick and then like people that were just you know just getting got, through it yeah. yeah and like most of the people were supposedly unvaxxed mm-hmm. so in theory like from my mindset i'm like okay well is this bullshit or is this because like the reality of it is, is the hospitals paid by is owned by the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. companies are they like i want to go in there and literally ask every single person mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like right so now a person that has their perspective of okay listen the people that are in the hospital are the unvaxxed. Mm-hmm. Now they see that report. So now, like, I can kind of see from their perspective, like, what, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it's a, it's a hospital report. So yeah. literally, they have to literally be lying. Mm-hmm. Whoever's putting that report out has to be lying. Whoever's taking the information, which is possible. I mm-hmm. think a lot of stuff is about to come out from the vast majority of nurses and medical professionals yeah. being forced out of their position. They're about to really kind of um, 
I, I've listened to already some of them. I've listened to a woman who she you knows she Project Veritas. Um, she no this this wasn't on Project Veritas. Okay. This was actually somebody who I was watching on um on the High Wire on the, the oh, Big okay. Tree, and you know she 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 was a medical <laughs> professional. She had been working in a hospital for I think like over twenty years and stuff, and she like uh. She did a lot, I think, to uh, contribute to compliance with. So she figured she found that at some point in time after you know she she this woman's fully you know up to date on her shots. Mm-hmm. She's uh she goes and gets everything that she gets her kids all everything, and she said she started seeing occurrences of injury that weren't being reported in her hospital. So she took it upon herself. To start making these reports, mm-hmm. and then eventually, what happened is, is the hospital came to her, and they're like, "Uh, we know that you're doing this, but we, 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 you can't do this. A person has to report their own." And she said she started doing it because she was stand, trying to stay in compliance with the law. That she said that by law, that they have to report these injuries. And she said that it was just like not, she didn't know anything about the VAR system. She, this is a woman who's been doing. So she's reporting the VAR system? She, when she found out about the VAR system, she started inputting stuff in the VAR system. But until this point, until within the last like year or so, she didn't even know that the system system existed. She didn't even know it existed. She's been, and she'd been a medical professional for some time. So Mm. it's like, and there's a lot of people. I went around my job and I asked people, "Hey, do you know what Varys is at all?" Like, especially yeah. I, I talked to mothers. You know what I mean? Like, like, do you ever heard of this? No, there were literally no people who knew what I was talking about. Right. Mm. So it was didn't really surprise me that she was, you know. But they said she said her hospital came to her and, and, and she recorded this, and they said, eh, she they said, uh, you know." We're, we're 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 we have to do what's in the best interest of the hospital because we're working for a hospital. So she said, they said, um, you're you're starting to take on some 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 uh, some language that is like like more anti-vaxxer. They literally called this woman who was up to date on her shots an anti-vaxxer because she was seeing issues with the she shots mm-hmm. and she was reporting. What she saw, and then, and, 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 and you know, at the end of the interview, Del, you know, Dell asked her, you know, like, well, are you going to ever take this? She said, I will never take this shot. And she, and, and this is a woman who's up to date on her shots. And it's like, what did she see to change her philosophy that drastically? And right. am I supposed to, to, to act as though I am uh, no more than her? Or, or the the large majority of, of, of medical professionals that I've been listening to, I, one of the worst things that I think happened out of all of this for me personally is I you know I was doing music with a group of guys. I was me and two dudes. They seemed to they found that you know that we we philosophically on all of this we're on two different sides of this. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them, uh, you know, to do music in a long time, and. When all of this started, I had been watching, listening to this guy. Um, he's a doc, he's a, I forget exactly what kind of, he's some sort of medical professional. His name's uh, Sean Stevenson. 
Um, I had seen him on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. I listened to him on there. And then I started listening to his, you know, he has a really like cool and like kind of refreshing, but, but very insightful. And like, I've learned a lot about health and nutrition listening to his podcast, but he made a documentary online about, um, mass. And I remember I sent both of them this, this documentary. I said, Hey, yeah, it's like, you know, check this out. You know what he's saying? And on command, the one was like, he's like, I think I'm going to listen to the doctors on this one. I said, he is a doctor. Mm. So, so, so some doctors are who you listen yeah. to and other doctors you don't entertain because it may f- fracture your philosophy. So it's like, I've listened to way too many medical professionals, too, way too many doctors and virologists and epidemiologists and st- statisticians and all kinds. Like I listen, this has become, it's overwhelmed my life. Mm-hmm. It's become like it's become something that I it's an obsession. It's become an obsession of mine to continue taking in information about this because I don't really understand what's going on here and I feel like I I I have no transparency. Yeah, it's it's just wild. And I I'm just like okay, I understand that there are they, they are they have these the way they word things they'll be like what well, the the experts the experts say that something like, well, what about this guy over here who's just as well credentialed as this person, has just as much, you know, if not more published studies and papers? How, why is he, why, how can you just completely dismiss dis- what he's yeah, saying? How can you completely yeah. disregard someone of his stature? How can you just act like they didn't say anything? Well, see, and that, that's the closed minded part of that person your friend um unfortunately like that's uh, to me i you know we obviously disagree on some of these things if you have something you want me to listen to i'll listen to it i'll watch it and i totally respect like there i know that there are not there are different levels of professionals there are doctors who are working doctors who are were c average students there are ones who are a plus students there's C average students who know exactly what the hell they're talking about. There's A students who were able to get through, but they're fucking dumbasses, you know? Yeah, yeah. So there's people on both sides, but that's that's where you have to have that free thinking. I mean, you right. have to be able to take in. And that that's what's so overwhelming for people right now, I think, too, because there <laughs> is just so much data. There's so much stats. There's, there's, uh, what was it? Um, with the political stuff, all these polls and the polls were so wrong, right? Well, aren't these the same kind of polls that are coming out about this stuff? The things that are unreported now talking about like the injuries with the vaccine. I mean, my, my thought process when you're talking about the injuries from the vaccine, um, go to a medical level, and I know, which I know you're not uh, into big pharma and stuff like that, but some of these medicines that have done great things, they all have really bad side effects. I mean, and some, you know, mild side effects, but yeah. everything has a side effect. Everything. So it's one of those things where you have to do uh, uh, cost yeah. benefit. Yeah. Pros and, and cons. Yes. You have to determine but yourself. The biggest mistake they made was a freaking mandate but this is the problem with all this if you're not going to be transparent good or bad you're gonna of what's happening 
the vaccine could be perfectly, it could be like in the at the end of the story. We could get it could be, it could have been the right thing to do. Could have been the right thing. Could have been the wrong thing. Because, but because you were untransparent and you see Fauci emails and you see, you see this guy that's leading this charge and you know he lied and you know he lied twenty years ago from AIDS. So a person like me personally, that's where if you're going to start there and this dude's already lying, like I know he's lying about all this shit. Listen, you already lost me. We mm-hmm. we can go. We don't have to go any further. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, and and as far I mean, masks. I wore masks for a long time. I wore masks at work. I'm just so far, like, I'm so far anti everything. I'm giving yeah. up. Like, <laughs> You're over I, it. Like I somewhat believe the masks do work a little bit, but like I'm like fuck it. I'm even wearing masks. I'm not doing nothing. Well, because it's like at this point, it's we're just so nobody on the so. What does this guy have to gain from saying where do, talking about the mess? He has nothing. He's doing a podcast. He's making I mean, yeah, you know, we'll do it. a couple what, bucks here and there. What does mm-hmm. any medical professional have to gain by trying to buck a system exactly. that is this? What you know what I mean? Exactly. Well oiled and like who? Like who? Like uh, what is? You know, I, I listened to, uh, you know, there was a dude a, a while ago I was listening to um, named Geert Vandenbosch, who, had, no. you know, had been like a, he, he makes vaccine for a living. He has been doing it for the last 20 years. And he came out and said that his, he feared for what they, you know, what they call antibody dependent enhancement. And, um. You know, at, over time, that became sort of like, you know, uh, like people, more people know the term now, but he made a big case about it and, and, and was emotional about it. Like, I watched him be emotional about him talking about the future of humanity because of the, of the, 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 the possibility of antibody dependent enhancement. And it's like, okay, this man has dedicated a large portion of his life to making vaccines. How are you going to call him anti-vaccine? Because, because he said something, because he made an observation and and, 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 and believes in that observation so much that he would say something that would seem like, um, um, some sort of, uh, career suicide. You know, that's, yeah. I've listened to, you know, I've listened to, I've listened to uh, Robert Malone, the dude who, who had a lot to do with the, the the creation of mRNA technology. You know, people that what they do to these people online though is is that then that they get the fact checkers to uh, assassinate their sort like their their so you know that it, it's just like this don't listen to him. He, he, he And the fact checkers are paid for by big things. Yeah. There was a big story that came out in Europe that uh, they found out that fact checkers, like the fact checkers like Facebook use and, and Twitter uses, they're paid by big, by big farmers. So, like, what? And, like I said, at the end of the day, I, knowing all these things, it's like, why would I even think about if you're willing to go this far with all these things, why? Me personally, why, why in God's green earth would I ever put something like that in my body? No, you're pushing this that way. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. And, like, I, I don't know. So, I got a question for you, though. Cause like, mm-hmm. So, you got the vaccine once? No, I got both, got both shots. Time. I got Pfizer. Okay, so now they're coming out with the booster. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do the booster? Um, I haven't decided yet. 
but um I, I as far as i know i won't be eligible anyway like my my mom just got the booster but she's at an, an at-risk person right, right, right. but i also find that found it very amusing i forget which one it was between biden and the uh oh what is it the cdc they one of them said that everyone would get the booster i think it was biden who said everyone would be eligible oh, yeah, for the booster yeah. and then <laughs> yeah, cdc yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and they said no only only at-risk people and then two of the main people in the fda quit quit mm -hmm. yeah so i find it also interesting that nobody in the fda, FDA nobody in the cdc nobody that works for moderna nobody works for johnson johnson Nobody that, uh, I mean, they show Biden didn't get vaccine, mm -hmm. but nobody on his staff has to get, like, yeah. none of these places are, they're exempt from the mandate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, the, I the, mean, like, the, I think that what they know is, is that the general public doesn't know stuff like that. And they, because, you know, because, I mean, how do you, how do you explain that? How do you explain that to the, the everyday working man who now has to decide between his own personal beliefs and his own personal philosophies and a paycheck. You know, that's a, that's, that's a, you know, that's You a, hear about the people walking off the job now. Obviously, mm -hmm. these are people that have money. Say, you know, you talk about got pilots. Some. Not all of them. Not all of them, but you're talking about pilots and like John Deere had 10,000 people. Yeah. Play. So like, okay, that's great. But like, how long does that last? Because those people are going to run out of money. You're going to run out of money because you got, yeah. we were talking about the inflation. It's going to, like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking, I'm doing what I'm doing, and I'm like, okay, we make X amount of dollars. Yeah, we're paying for things, but, like, that money, your money only goes so far. Mm -hmm. Like, 70,000 hospital nurses just walk off and, and doctors. So, and the other thing about that whole thing is last year we were giving them 1,000 upvotes when they were dancing because they were on the front lines of COVID, and now they're, you know, the enemy. Not good enough. These terrible, unvaxxed people and mm -hmm. all these, you know, criminals. Yeah. You know, same people, same people that voted for them last year on social media now are, like, you know, bullying them and bad-mouthing yeah. them on social Anyways, but, like, at some point, you know, not everybody can quit their job. Right. You know, I have a friend that had to get the vaccine because, listen, you know, it's, she she got fire or she got to get it. Mm -hmm. She took it, but it's like she didn't want to. Right. You know, and I mean, my wife quit work because I she wasn't mandated at that point, but I knew it was coming. Yeah, and absolutely. I was just like, you might as well just quit now because it's coming down the road. And you're, and I, to her, I said, listen, it's up to you. I mean, I'm, you know, you want to get what it. You, want, yeah. you know, you're your own person. You can get it and do whatever you want. I don't care. I said, I'm not getting it. Right, you know, and she's like, oh, I don't want to get it either. So I said, well, at that, you know, at this point, just, you know, I, I don't want you being around all this nonsense. And she's like, I don't, you know, they're not treating you very nice. And I was like, fine, you just you know, do what you gotta do. Right. Well, and I mean, nursing is one of those careers where there's been a perpetual nursing shortage well, for right. years and years and right, years. Sure. Now you have yeah. older at-risk nurses who may be vaccinated, may not be quitting because they don't want to get put in that position. You have the nurses and doctors who don't want to get vaccinated, don't believe in it, and they're quitting or being forced to quit. And it's it's just absolutely insane to me. I mean, we... We got to be close to the healthcare system. I heard. Point because you got, you got doctors quitting. 
and then you and and supposedly the numbers are going up, and all these people are in the hospital. So I mean, at some point, you can't you can't have both things keep happening. Well, it's funny too because I, I have an odd perspective. So I'm a home healthcare nurse, right? I work with pediatrics now, based on a lot of the conditions the pediatric kids that I work at work with would be, as far as they know, considered high risk. So I have had to wear the mask. I don't like it, but I understand I'll do it. That's no problem, right? I'm going in these people's homes, which is insane in itself. Like someone coming in and taking care of your kid in your house and you're, you're opening your house to a stranger, right? But now, and since the whole thing started, we've been required to wear a mask. We've been required to do this. The families don't have to wear a mask. So I'm going in there as a nurse having to wear my mask in these people's houses. Now I've had a couple of families say to me like, Oh, do you know, would you like, would you prefer if I wear a mask? And I'm like, I, I don't care. Like, I, I mean, I didn't care from the beginning cause I didn't think I was going to be in a high risk category. Right. So I was never super concerned. I didn't want to spread the virus, but I don't want to spread germs. Like when it comes to masking before COVID, um, working in the home, these kids were, have, been deemed high risk so a cold can set one of these kids into a spiral where they're in the hospital they could potentially die so if i not not all the time but if i if i would want to go into these people's homes um they wouldn't want me to come in sick so what i would do is i would call my agency and i would say hey look this is my symptoms this is what i have i feel okay enough to come to work do you want to find out if the parents are okay with me coming in and wearing a mask or staying home? If I stay home, I don't get paid. But if they want me to come in, you know, they get a chance to rest because I'm there taking care of their kid for them. And I would do that. And that's one of those things that I think should be happening happening regularly. Like, okay, so a mask is obviously not going to protect you 100% or protect others. But if you're covering your mouth when you're coughing and sneezing and spreading those germs, if you're sick, like... How many people, how many kids go to school because they're sick and spread these germs? I mean, schools are germ factories. Kids are germ factories. So you can talk about natural immunity in general with regular colds and stuff, immune systems. That's great. But you, I thought the goal was to get our kids in school, to get them learning, to get them socializing. Like I have one kid. So when my kid's not at school, he's not around kids as often. I want to keep him in school. I think he needs that. So like when the school district did decide that they had the mask mandate. They were going to follow through with it. And my kid was a little iffy at first and we kept him home last year. Um, it was only half day kindergarten. So it made sense for us anyway. Um, but we wanted to get him out and socialize. And I told him, I was like, listen, like as of right now, the rules are you have to wear a mask. So just wear the mask, please. Um, I know people disagree with it. And like you said, you don't want your kids to have to wear a mask. Okay, I understand that. Um, for me, uh, as far as I know, knowing that I've done that and I've had to wear a mask before, I never caught a respiratory illness from any of that. Doctors and nurses working in surgery have to wear a mask, have to wear gowns. Like there's surgeons who will go and, you know, pre-COVID have to go in and work on a patient, be in there for a 12-hour surgery wearing a mask the whole time. And they didn't have any major ill known effects or anything like that. So knowing from what I know, I I don't like the mask, but if I'm sick, I'm going to wear a mask. I mean, I, I told, I told Zayden, Zayden's 12. Mm-hmm. 
So it's kind of like he's at the point where now, like if he was in kindergarten or something, I would be a little more like, listen, we, I'd tell him to wear them. Right. You know what I mean? But at 12, so he's kind of, in a, you know, he's around other kids. Other kids can be, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I was like, you can you can not wear it or you can wear it. The right. decision's yours. Mm-hmm. I said, I will, you know, if you don't want to wear it and, it and the school district's and somebody says something to you, you said, you know, I'll be in there the first second they'd say something to you mm-hmm. and I'm going to be screaming at somebody. Right. You know, so I was like, do what you want. And you know what? The thing is, I think like they wear it sometimes and then they forget about it and take it off. Mm-hmm. And like, they're kids. You know what right. I mean? Right. Or like, they got their nose kids, hanging out. They're at lunch and they forget to take it off for the rest right. of the afternoon. But that's, I don't really care. My problem is like, Calco seems to have a problem because like, they're taking kids and putting them in like a separate area if they don't wear masks. Right. The first day of school, they had a cop out handing off masks to the kids that didn't have it. Right. So if you're what a kind of kid optics and are they're those? like, well, we were just there because we had a, the cops that we were there because there was a complaint about a parent mm-hmm. that a parent was being like, like causing trouble. Right. But if you're a kid and the cops outside a bus and you're getting off with a mask on, what are you going to do? You're going to like, holy shit, the cops are with a mask on. Right. Don't, don't give me that shit. Like, right. you know what you're doing. Optics. Right. You mm. So, like, and, I, and that's how I, I just said was it. I said, it's up to you, man. I said, you do what you want. I said, you know how I feel about it. I said, you do what you want. I'll leave it up to you. I mean, I don't know what he has to deal with at school. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty torn on the subject and I'm, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm as informed as I can be and I've ultimately made my decision. Like I can't take back the vaccine now. I know, I, I know people, plenty of people who've been vaccinated. I got Pfizer. Um, they've also gotten Pfizer. They've either had no side effects or, um, you know, maybe fatigue. I, I know a couple people who had flu-like symptoms. So from my personal experience and the people I know who've gone through, you know, the vaccine and, and things like that, like to me, I'm seeing that there's no major downfall to it. Now, when I first decided, and I talked to my wife about it, what I, whether I was going to get vaxxed or not, I joked around, but only half joked around and said, eh, I have a life insurance policy. <laughs> like, you'll be good. Don't worry. I'll get it first. Like, I'll be a, I'll be a guinea pig. Um, and in a way, I mean, we're kind of all guinea pigs right now. Like, it's, uh, you know, it's still so new. It's and an, I, it's, that's why I completely understand people's hesitancy. And I, I fully respect you guys' decision to... Do what's best for your family. Just be, yeah. listen, good or bad. You think we're we're gonna have all we're all gonna not people like us aren't you know like in we're having these conversations because we're gonna start like learning about this stuff. Uh-huh. First thing you do, what do you do when you, you like you're like you you're like okay I'm gonna need to learn as much about this as I can mm-hmm. so I can figure out what I need to do. Make an informed so decision. If yeah, and if you're gonna start trying to hide stuff and and not be transparent. Whether you're trying, to, whether you're doing it, and it's still a good thing, but you found something that's a little mm-hmm. like right away. That's 
you know. It's a red flag. Yeah. yeah. Like you're you're mm-hmm. not that's, doing any good doing that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's I like agree. the government. I agree. <laughs> it's like, well, that that's the problem that we had to begin with is the second that the government got their hands on it because government screws up everything they touch. And you know they fake the, the emergency authorization? The, the emergency use well, authorization. They said that, that Pfizer got, well, got um, you're talking about the co- the co- community. Yeah, but yeah. They, they they actually approve the community, but you can't get the community. You can't. No, yeah, nobody's but, getting but that. something you, about that. If you can't get the community now, it's okay for them to give you the the Pfizer one. Right. So like you, so like that kind of stuff goes on, and people like I'm like, what the? So now. You're getting the FDA to, you're lying about what the FDA is doing. Like, come on now. Right. Like, at some point, like, this is fucking madness. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it really is. I um, I came across this this thing, uh, you so know. I, I, one other question. No, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Kind of, so, Nicki Minaj, right wing, all of a sudden now. Red pilled. Trump supporter. <laughs> You know, yeah, that makes sense to people. Know, she's pro-slave, you know, everything. She's like, you know, <laughs> like, come on, what? Like, literally, that it took like one night for this to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like, I just, I'm at the point now after that. But it, but it's funny because we equate celebrity status to power, right? Right. So ultimately, for someone or for people like us, like we're doing this and reaching out to people. But I question all the time, would I want to be famous? Do I want to be put under that spotlight? I wouldn't. So what does it do? It is one of those things that inception wise makes regular people like us not want to be in the public eye, not want to go and get that power, you know? Well, I don't, I think that like the people that, you know, the only people that really want to be in power are people that crave power. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like yeah, or I control, mean, yeah. And I also Power heard like, a lot of people that talk about quote unquote celebrities. There's a lot of them that want to come out and say things, but they're they afraid uh-huh. they're going to become Nicki Minaj, uh-huh. and they won't do it because right. of that. I'm like, listen, I, I watch football. They're trying to tell me that I'm Tom Brady, the greatest football player of all time, the guy that's 44 years old that's looking better than he ever when he did when he came in the league. That does that measures everything he puts in his body. Mm-hmm. They're telling me that Tampa Bay is 100 percent vaccinated. The whole team, including him, mm-hmm. bullshit. I don't believe that for a fucking second. So because so now you got a guy that says, well, he just accepts it and allows it. You know, and I'm like, don't don't like. People are, you know, one guy comes out and says, oh, I'm not getting vaccinated. It's like Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. right? Now he's, you know, as soon as he said, I'm not getting vaccinated, well, he's a flat earther, and he's all these things that demonize people. Mm-hmm. Like, they use all these words that demonize people. Yeah. Uh, he's this crazy person. Uh, not, oh, sorry, but you can't play basketball this year. Right. What do you mean? You can't play basketball? Okay. But they don't talk about the kid that now his career is over because he got vaccinated. And he has bad, and he has blood clots. Mm-hmm. Oh, the guy current, from Atlanta. Yeah, uh, Brandon something. I forget, yeah, I forget his name. But they don't talk. Where'd you hear from? I, I saw that, I saw that briefly on, like, uh, on, like, the, the bitchy, like, uh, yeah. 
on this. Well, you on had this. to find. You found it there. I, I found it there, but but that's the thing, you know. It's like I I only go to that like kind of alternative kind of media. <laughs> I kind of I kind of go um with the alternative kind of media because right, right. I you know I I've you know. I think this this situation here is like the vaccine situation coming to a head because it's been building for some time now. Like there's, you know, there's there's been Del Bigtree said years ago. I remember he said it. He said this is not going to be confronted until adults are confronted with mandatory vaccination. He said as long as it's just children like people, people will kind of like let it go. But he said, "But it's a but when it's adults. Remember when it's adult. When it you know we we like to uh, imagine that um, uh, uh, something like that w- like that we would stand up for our children in the same way that we would stand up for adults. More. But that, <laughs> I think. That, but I think that it shows that actually." Once you start confronting or or messing with people's money, and once you start messing with with uh, you know, that's when it was going to become, it's it was going to come to a head. The the problem all along, I was never a person who was trying to say that they harmed all that that all vaccines harm people and stuff like that. I was just alarmed at the fact that so many people had said that their children or themselves had been harmed and that no one first of all people like talk shit at them for that like they're like why are you just making stuff up this is like that's so like insensitive like to 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 this person's like situation like for people who claim to be the most sensitive people who've ever been you know what i mean it's like that they're going through something that a medical intervention that went wrong, but it's like people don't want to admit that that is a possibility. So what I find is, is when people are actually calling people anti-vaxxers, really what you're talking about is people who want an increased, increased safety measures on vaccines. You're not really looking at people who are like, there are some who are straight up like, I've listened to them, like people who right. are straight up, like all of them are poison. Like that, right. like I've listened to those people, but I've also listened to another group of people who are lumped in with that same as as the same thing. Who are saying we want safer uh, vaccines for people. We want them to study this and and, and to and, and and then not cover up. How about we close the vaccine clinic? You know they they but they they but they they're not going to do that, All right? Because it, you know they, yeah, they they've know. made their they've made their decision to you know, yeah. uh, you know to give them like uh what some form of indemnity free pass uh, you know uh for, you know the fact that you cannot sue them in court is, <laughs> uh, it, it makes sense in our in in our judicial system right, right. it makes that makes sense that you know if a person. You know, or if a a company is not willing to stand beside its product and and not willing to um, take 
take uh take liability for for what they put out to the world it i think i think that everybody has a has a uh, perfectly well within their rights to 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 question the motives of that to say well what what if you believe so much in what you're putting out here if it's because and then you know they hit you in the head safe effective safe and effective safe and and they, and they just it's almost kind of like some sort of a mantra like it's like it's like some sort of a it's it's so it's a, it's a condition is you know when when I get to talking to people they be like, well they are safe and they are effective well how come some people got hurt and how come you can still get covid why if if it's safe and effective then people, that doesn't at mean the end of the day, people are dying at the end of the day there are people who not even just dying but like there's over um there's over like 800 thousand adverse events reported for just covid vaccines i saw a statistic earlier that said that there was an like a over five thousand percent increase in reports after the 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 the, the, the they wouldn't they start that in december last year when they started the mass vaccination yeah. the, 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 there's people reporting that there's a over five thousand percent increase in reports since that time. So it's like, I'm not saying that those things have to absolutely be true. I'm just saying that they weren't investigation, that they, that they're not, they're not sent. They're not things that need to be swept under the rug and acting like they don't exist. That doesn't, first of all, this is our children and us that we're talking about. Well, that, that's what's, uh, I mean, uh, talking about that increase, like uh, to me, that would make sense because, like I said, I would expect adverse reactions, side effects to any kind of medical intervention. Mm-hmm. So the more people who receive that intervention, the higher the percentage would be coming out. Um, the cover-ups, I think, are crazy. And talking about our children, like we were saying, like, oh, like people don't care about their children. I'm the exact opposite way. I said I'll be the guinea pig. Someone was asking me, like, when it becomes available for my son, am I going to get him vaccinated? And my answer right now is no. My answer right now is my son is not high risk. If you look at the statistics that show kids with COVID, he is not at risk at all. And 500 kids died from COVID. And most of those. Oh, were, when was it from COVID or was it with COVID? It I mean, was, th- there's a difference. Right. No, no, no. All, it's the same thing. I think nope. all those cases were kids that had some kind of underlying condition, yes, right? Exactly. So, five hundred and I, what's the percentage? Like right, ninety-nine point nine nine. The thing is, is that as long as there's there continues to be this this idea that there's that. When you talk to people, you start to understand that people feel like the percentages aren't what they are. Like, if I say to somebody, I say, you know, like, over 99% of the people who had COVID survived COVID. People are like, will look at you like, no, there's no possible way. Look at that. Look at all the, look at how, look, the 700, they'll throw the number, 700,000 people. And I'm like, I understand that this is what you see on the news, but I'm telling you that that is a disputed concept. Like that is not that is not a you no, people don't believe that uniformly. Like there, there's so many people, 
so many medical professionals who say that that's not at all what you know they you know, like you said people that we're talking about people dying with COVID not of COVID mm-hmm. or or well, same or, same as like I was saying about the flu I mean yeah. you, people don't get the flu death on their certif- the flu right, as right. you know their cause of morbidity they get the other condition that came along with it that you know you could say okay it had to do with getting the flu but ultimately why why is it different now why why is it different for covid than it was for the flu and uh, the other thing too i was also on the i i do occasionally watch the news just for a little laugh or two and uh the regular news yeah mm-hmm. and uh they're like well the fifth wave of the pandemic is going to i'm like I don't know, but I gotta go back in history and find out how many way, how many times there's been a pandemic, and a, and b, how many times there was five waves of it. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's only been three waves of any pandemic I've ever heard of. Well, that's the thing. I mean, so I'm not sure. It that's I think that that's the thing about it. It's like, um. Uh, you, you ever listen to the the, uh, the Carrie Mullis, the guy who created PCR testing? Carrie no. Mullis said he's a very interesting guy. He's dead now, and um, he's Carrie Mullis is dead, and the per- and his and his nemesis has control of his creation. That's the reality of the situation. This is a man who spoke openly and said that he didn't think Anthony Fauci knew anything. He thought he was an idiot, and he thought he was like he that guy doesn't even practice medicine. Mm-hmm. Like Carrie Mullis dies, I want to say in the fall of two thousand nineteen. I we you know when when you say that you know like I know I'm not insinuating anything, but I'm saying like he died, and then the person who was his nemesis took over his creation. And used it to largely create a, a situation that, when you listen to the guy, like he he said in his this presentation, he said PCR is not to be used for diagnostic purposes, and that it gives credence to the idea to the Buddhist concept that everything can be found in everything. So his idea is, you know. It's about amplification and and, 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 and being able to, uh, similar to a microscope, to dive deeper into the structure of the, you know, to, to find certain, you know, um, genetic markers or something. Like, so he said that that's what he was, that's why he created this thing. And then they took his thing and said, well, he was wrong. This is diagnostic. And then, you know, they would let it out little by little because, like, Fauci would come on and he'd be like, anything about threshold counts of, you know, anything over, like, I think he said anything over, I forget how many, uh, 40, there were people running at 45, like, revolutions or 45, like, like, and they know that. If you it, anything over, I think like set twenty something maybe like was was like was like largely like could be nothing at all like yeah. it, that it, it may not so it's it's interesting to see that it's they can manipulate the this, test to this is how history mm. seems to work like there's there is this winner but that winner 
is always at odds with somebody who has a conflicting theory. Like when we th- talk about like Nikola Tesla and like um what was his name um uh the guy with the light bulb um Edison uh, Edison yes, you know what I mean? like or, or uh you know there there was a conflict in theory and then what it seems like is the establishment takes a hold of a particular theory and then they get behind that person's theory and then the con- the conflicting theory something happens to the person and they end up with their stuff anyway, and then they integrate that into everything else. It's like that. Yeah, but Tesla, he was trying to give free energy to everybody. That, yeah, that that's his that's, problem. That and that's what a, I mean. When you have Kerry Mullis <laughs> saying that his 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 this thing he created seemed to be like uh, you know give credence to that Buddhist concept of all things exist being existing in the same like uh, in everything else. It makes you start to understand, like this is how this stuff goes. Like they, they'll they'll take somebody's idea and rework it to be against the people, and you know it, it, it's 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 really strange to, to to like when I watch Fauci, like I'm just like looking at him, I'm just like this guy here, like who knows how much death he's been responsible for, and the fact that. You ever hear any of the clips where he was talking about, like, you ever hear the clip where somebody, this person's interviewing him, and he's like, he said, well, he said, you know, if I got a cold or something, or if, let's say I get some sort of virus, this is before COVID, and he says, let's say I get something. He said, "How? what do I have to do to so that I don't have to come see you? He, he said, do I have to, like, uh, wear masks and do all this? And Anthony Fauci, out of his mouth, he says, he said, well, first of all, I wouldn't do any of that paranoid stuff. Mm-hmm. He, he said, I wouldn't do any of that paranoid stuff, he said, and I would get good nutrition, and I would go and get exercise, and I wouldn't drink alcohol, he says all this stuff. And this is coming out of this man's mouth, and then, literally, you know, years, a couple years later, he's singing an entirely different tune. Let alone this fiasco on 60 Minutes where he got on there and told everybody that they didn't need masks. <laughs> and then people forgot about that. Like I said that to somebody, they're like, oh, I forgot that happened. <laughs> yes, he got on, and the guy asked him two times. He's like, he said, you sure about this? Because he said, there's a lot of people watching. You're sure? He said, the average person walking around, they don't need masks on. And people went with that, you know? I don't know, the fact that they, uh, that they funded the, the lab for being mm-hmm. a function in China. And then, That's oh, no, fake no, news. we didn't do that. No, you didn't actually send money to the lab. What you did was you sent money to a to a, a, a contractor yeah. that sent money to the lab. He sent it, <laughs> he sent it to EcoHealth Alliance. They yeah. sent the contractor that was the middleman to go investigate the lab to see if it leaked from there. Yeah. That's what they did. And, and that's the thing. It's like, why am I supposed, you know, it, with that level of, like, just trickery and stuff, it's like, what... <laughs> Like how do you how do you how do you um trust that like I know a lot of people they're not you know when I was saying that stuff when I was talking about University of North Carolina and Fort Detrick and stuff like that when I was talking about that kind of stuff 
people were like looking at me like, how do you even know this stuff? Well, so you just, first of all, they they were writing papers about this. This was in peer reviewed medical uh, science journals. Yeah. This like, they were talking about this, uh, this going on. And now people want to act like, well, they just don't, just because I, I consume something that you don't consume does not mean that what I consume is devoid of value. That's what it is. It's just like, we, I'm not saying that everything that I say is true, but I am trying to give you an ability to think critically because you're not seeing these sides. Trying to find your 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 ultimate purpose is to get the to find out what is going on. That's right. yeah, the truth of what's going yeah. on. Yeah, people people on the other side are like, well, I don't, I just want to be right. That's what I feel like. Like I just want to be right. It's because this is what I think, and it's you know what, doing that research that takes time, and you know, like I don't want to, you know, like so then how can we have a how can like. So when my daughter wanted to get vaccinated, I was like, obviously, I was like, you're 25 years old. I really don't want you to get vaccinated, but whatever. So we had a very upsetting conversation on the phone. <laughs> and I said, next time we have this conversation, what we're going to do is I'm going to come to your house with my laptop. And we're going to sit down and we're going to each go through, have questions, and each go through and bring up studies and, and papers and whatever, reports of each thing. And then we're going to have a conversation because me telling you, you know, and you not understanding where I'm coming from is not helping the situation. It's just getting right. more upset. Yeah. So I'm like, so this is how we're going to, because I don't know how else to, I don't know how to, it's not that I want to really, con- I want to, I don't want to get vaccinated, but it's her choice. But like, how do I somewhat not convince her but just make her think that there's a possibility you know what i mean like like i know like jesse's like thinking okay listen he's weighing his options he's, he's his actually options. doing that he's taking work our, he's taking the information we're talking about now and thinking about it mm-hmm. you know like i don't feel like that's happening in the other situations you know You're it's right. just dismissed there's right an away. inclination to not believe that like which is to me very close to, uh, you know, I've heard some people talk about it in terms of uh, uh, a psychosis of, uh, 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 or like, or, or a, at the very least, some sort of uh, conditioning that, can, you know, that I don't know if it's certain words or if it's certain things, but maybe it just has to do with the fact that they villainized um, and, and made people to, out to be extremists who weren't extremists you know like i'm not an extremist i don't want anything violent i'm not, I'm not any but there seems to be this up the, you know <laughs> no not you no no no, no. <laughs> but, there, but there seems to be something that's here that is trying to get people of dissenting thought to be seen in a criminal manner and that I can imagine that that happened in uh, in Germany. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 how that works, you know. You, yeah. you it, um, what they, uh, they were talking about. I think it was Goebbels, like the, the the Nazi. I think when he was in, when they were, he was in the Nuremberg trials, and um, they were asking, him, like, how did you 
did you get this to work? How did you do this? And he said, well, we understood that pretty much if you can make the people fearful and then you could set up an enemy for them to be opposed to, that you could do anything with the people. And um, I don't think, you know, there may have been people who were just aghast at that, but taking notes. But taking notes. They yeah. would they may have been like, This is horrible. What you do? What was that, what was, was that again? In the back of my mind when I think about it I also I also remember I think it was what is Operation Paperclip where they took all the scientists yeah. and then brought them over here. Mm-hmm. And like one of those people was uh, Von Braun, which yeah. was the head of NASA. Yeah, Von Braun like, was so like I mean in the back of my mind is They don't like, get the space without Von are Braun. Are there like like they came over they brought their scientists like the, are them people like kind of influencing what's going on now? I've heard some people refer to this as the. Surprised. I've heard some people refer to this as the rise of the Fourth Reich, or the or or you know what I mean because yeah. we, we didn't just take scientists, we took intelligence people. Right, right. So those people were embedded in our intelligence community. There, there, the, when they had the the um the uh, they had the, it was like Operation High Jump. That was where. They went to Antarctica, yeah, yeah. and they and they were tra- and they were trying to uh, see see if there was Nazis yeah, and stuff yeah, down yeah. there. And then I guess their fleet like took an ass whooping or something, and they came home. But there was a guy. Somebody was uh, I was listening to something. And he said that he had interviewed somebody who claimed to have been there when that happened in Antarctica. When that yeah. whole thing went down, okay, and yeah. they said that they entered these waters, and they said that over their radio system there came. A voice that was speaking English with a German accent. He said, "You have now entered the waters of New Schwabenland. You, yeah, we this, yeah. turn around, or because we don't want to do, we don't want to, but turn around." <laughs> and, and and you know, now is that true? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. But what I do seem to know is that, like, when they talk about their go- they got rid of Nazism and stuff. You can't get rid of ideologies. That's not right. how that works. You know what I mean? The ideology outlasts people. It, it, it's 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 a it's a a mind thing. You know, like it's yeah. so. Uh, I don't know if that's happening, but these people seem to be acting very Nazi like, and <laughs> that's that's just just. Uh, I mean, it's it seems very totalitarian in the ways that they seem to be. But you know, the response to that. Well, you know. Trump's a Nazi. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> isn't, isn't it? That's, that's the whole response it, I ever I hear to that. It's absolutely crazy because the people who are doing those kind of things are the ones who are calling the other side Nazis. And that's how, what's been going on. And that was one of the things that I was saying, too, from even when I was, a, a, you know, an, an open Trump supporter and saying, yeah. like, I... I'm supporting the good things that I think he's doing right. and what he's aiming for. Yeah. But there are people out there who are going to say I'm a white supremacist. Absolutely. I I am a terrible person because I believe that. And that just blew my mind. I've yeah. been called that and I'm not even a Trump supporter. Right. Hey. Because I question things in a certain manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you, if you just question Biden, you're automatically put in that box. Right. Yeah, and the the establishment, like, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's it, crazy. It is. It's nuts. really, it's really crazy, and that's the thing. Like all the stuff we're talking about, 
and even bringing up like conspiracies i could come up with stuff that i haven't even looked up but just based on the collection of you know knowledge that i have from everything that's gone on from talking to you guys from seeing things myself like i have so many theories in my head none of them like i do i have proof for no if we had the proof though if we're able to prove any of this stuff they have such a disinformation campaign on both sides that you're automatically like you're canceled you're you're insane you're who knows maybe you're dead the next day like it's 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 kind of scary. I mean, I love going. One thing I like about Facebook, I can go back and look at shit I said mm-hmm. like years ago. And I'm like, oh, that happened. Oh, wait a minute, that happened. Right. You know, and like, in like, so when Biden wasn't even beating Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. okay, in the whatever poll that is, I came, I wrote on Facebook, I did it on purpose. And I was like, on this date, I was like, Biden. Will beat Bernie Sanders. They will steal the Biden will steal the election from Bernie Sanders and then beat Trump. Mm-hmm. And like as usual, nobody pays attention to me. Because yeah. that's what they do. So then Biden steals the election yeah, from Bernie happened. Sanders, and then the Bernie Sanders people are like, "Well, Bernie has to give it to him because oh, wait a minute, are we in a country that elects officials?" like you're supposed to the one count whoever beats the other one right, wins right. or are we in an election where we just give it to whoever we want right. because I was confused when Trump said the election was rigged everybody oh we can't oh he's crazy man but when Biden steals it from Bernie or when Hillary Clinton stole it from Bernie and they wrote a book about it mm-hmm. the person from the Democratic Party wrote a book about it saying exactly what happened I'm the crazy person right Come on, man! You about some fucking loony ass people? Yeah. And then when the fucking when he won, I just came out and said, "Well, this this post aged well." Right. Yeah. And I was like, and you know what? I'm not no rocket scientist. When you just see corrupt people, and you see the person that they that is the most corrupt running against the <laughs> other people that are corrupt, you pick that one and you say he's gonna mm-hmm. win, and that one wins. Well, and my my question, like, obviously, it's just spitballing because we don't really know the answer, but. I know my opinion on this matter. Do you think if it were not for COVID, do you think that Trump would have beat Biden? Oh, man. You're, I don't... I think cho- presidents are chosen, not yeah. selected, not voted in personally. And I think, like, they're like, oh, well, you know, Trump won. It's It was rigged. I'm like, yeah. Well, I think they're all rigged, <laughs> honestly. And I think... Trump was like, to me, Trump was kind of like a Trojan horse. If you think about what Trump did, he passed more gun laws than any Democratic president. Mm-hmm. He, he, paid, he gave more money away to sign bills. He comes out before he's president. He says, listen, I'm telling you what's in this bill. They're giving money to buy votes in Saudi Arabia and like all this shit. Well, he was a registered, registered Democrat, Democrat for his before he ran whole life. I mean, I've actually, I've, I've had the Friends same with thought. with Jeffrey Epstein's. Bill Clinton uh-huh. told him to run for president, called him and told him to run for president, and he was at Hillary, at what's-her-name's wedding, uh, Hillary, so, uh, that we paid for, by the way. Mm-hmm. That Chelsea. Chelsea's wedding yeah. that we paid for out of our taxes, by the way. At her wedding, they... they I hope like, it was nice. They're buddy, like, they're all buddies. <laughs> and, right. like, so to me, Super like, think about buddies. the... Trump may have done, and uh, I think he was just kind of like... 
I think that he would have won again, but he just is like such a like kind of a bull and a ch- like he just does what he wants that they're they got sick of him. Right, like, that's what um, he seems to be. That's what, and like I think he created more division than Hillary Clinton ever could because nobody really liked Hillary Clinton. No. So like he created more division than than I could even imagine that we were at this point. And at the end, he just started giving away money. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to Wall Street and they and Operation Warp Speed and all these like I, he did a thing with the bank. So not only can you not sue pharmaceutical companies, you can no longer sue banks anymore because hmm. during right. and not only that. <laughs> so in hmm. Congress, it was the vote was tied. So what happens when the vote's tied? Guess the, the vice president, president has to vote. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Mike Pence voted for the banks. Right. Like, he did all these things in the background while he's causing, like, listen, he said some bad shit. Mm-hmm. Whether he was putting on a performance or not, you can argue. Right? And, like, and so, what, I mean, he was very destructive. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, like I said, he passed a lot of gun laws that Obama could have, Obama's wet green the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, what did he do? What, my question is, like, what did he do that was good? What do you... I would say the optics of trying to bring things back to America. Um, to me, to me, the biggest thing, the best thing, which, again, I mean, people are going to argue the opposite for it, but um, the being like a nationalist, like he wanted to take care of, um, uh, at least from what he said, from yeah. his campaign promises, right. and from, I feel like from a few things that he did, it seemed like he was trying to put some power back into America, back into the economy, and try and get us back on top. But then at the same time, he spent way more than he should have. He passed he passed things and, and allowed the big kind of spending, which he's not supposed to be for, on the side that he was on. Um, you, but, know, you know his gross, his GDP numbers were worse than Obama's? It's not surprising to me. Wait, and that's off the government website. Like I did a whole thing on on like his fake economy. But but we were also talking too about how a president's uh, actions and policies True. will will 100%. come into fruition because later Obama down the road. Also came into presidency right after the two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. So his first you know year or whatever was gonna be a disaster. Right. So including. What Obama had to endure, his was his numbers, Trump's numbers that weren't had nothing to do with supposedly economic, you know, problem recession mm-hmm. were still worse than Obama's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, like Obama still had to deal with the same like what you're saying. So like the numbers should reflect that. You know what I mean? Like now he didn't get a second term, right? So. And then COVID hit. But what people don't know, too, people don't talk about this, but before COVID hit, COVID hit, like, here, what was it, like, it was, like, April or March when it got, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. When it got big. Right. And in September, they were given monies. There's this thing called the repo market. So the repo market is at night when everybody's sleeping, the banks are just loaning money to each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, so it's crazy. Because they run out of money, but there's like a law where they have to have a certain amount of money to like it, on the books. Right. So they have to borrow from you know Wells Fargo borrows from J.P. Morgan, 
because they, you know, they need money. And then they charge each other crazy interest. It's mm. insane. It's, the whole thing is insane. Well, what happened in the repo market was the banks were scared of other banks, so they stopped lending them money. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we were like, we were hours from the Fed when it came in. Now the Fed came in and started giving the re- repo market, and now they were lending the banks money mm. so they could function. And this was in September before any of that happened. And nobody's talking about it. Right. And like, so it's kind of like, and now, look, I mean, the, this economic stuff has been going on before Trump. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like he came in and the shit fell apart. Right. You know what I mean? We are already how much in debt. Right. You're already having problems. <laughs> but like, so to me, I don't know, like, I don't. Like I said, I think he was put there for a reason. He kind of did his job, but mm-hmm. it was too much of a headache because he said stupid shit. Like, you know, inject yourself with Clorox, whatever the fuck he said. You know, I mean, like, you know, he's a reality TV star. Right. He's playing a good role. But again, like, like you're saying, like playing the role, like that sounds to me like it could be an endgame role. I mean, like. Why not? Because then he gets out of there. It falls on Biden. It goes back and forth. They they look on the optics and and look back and see the infighting, and they make a spectacle of it. Meanwhile, they're doing things on the side and behind the scenes that we don't know. They're starting to take away our freedoms. And what's changed for those people? What's what's changed for those people in power? Nothing. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Between... Trump's presidency and Biden so far, you know, pandemic notwithstanding, I'm actually doing pretty good in my life compared to years prior. Like I'm still I'm now I know it's not the same for everybody, but my my life, my uh, financial situation, everything is everything's going well as of now. You are typically like your 30s and your 40s when you make your most money. Mm hmm. So like you being a nurse, plus you're you're in a position that you you know you're in high demand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and I think in this area we're very lucky because we have a lot of big companies. You have mm-hmm. Case, you have Mannheim Auto. You know, like you have these big companies. You have Armstrong, Pepperidge Farm, Pepperidge Farm. You have Acme. these big companies, Acme, and you have an influx mm-hmm. of people leaving places like New York and New Jersey and coming here, mm-hmm. right? Which you know. They buy, you know, if you buy, you sell your house. If you're 60 and you sell your house in New York for a million dollars, you come here, you buy that same house for a hundred grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, bam, you got $900,000 in the bank. Mm-hmm. That's an influx. That's a lot of money coming into a, a an area, into an economy in an area. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, point, yeah. uh, me personally, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I think we're lucky in this area uh-huh. where we have you know, a lot of industry, a lot of things, but there's a lot of places. I mean, they were saying in Texas, there was a, like an eight mile line at the food pantry. Right. I'm just, I mean, like, and you know, that's somewhere that's getting reported. You think it's getting reported in Wyoming mm-hmm. in like areas where there's, there's no business, you know, there's no industry. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's not a lot going on. So like, yeah. And then you have, and then you take the pandemic and you close all these places, which is a whole other thing. But I, I think we're lucky here. And like you said, I think, I think, yeah. I mean, I kind of 
thrive in chaos, mm-hmm. I feel like. So, like, for me, I'm kind of, like, enjoying, like, yeah. not enjoying this. I guess that's a bad way to put it. But, like. Making the best of, of the situation. Right. This is kind of how I shine. Like, right. You know, what I was telling you guys earlier, like, I kind of look at scenarios and I kind of figure out how the best way to, I guess, take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's the way to do it, though. And, and that, so, like, in this, for me, yeah, we're doing better than, you know. It's better than being like a deer in headlights. Right. And then, so, you know, yeah. and that's, and I think that that's a lot of people's reality right now. Like, there's a lot of people coming into a knowledge of the state of affairs that um, probably spent a large majority of their life kind of looking the other way. Mm-hmm. And now there are things that are so evident and so in their face that they they can't turn away from them. And that's, you know, while that's scary... Um, it's also maybe necessary because it's like that's you know that's all that you know when they talk about like in a, you know with the in the bible and stuff and they talk about revelation and stuff all the revelation is is the revealing of something eventually you know i i interpret my interpretation of that has changed because i mean like i'm like I'm not a religious person, but at the same time, I I I find great value in religion. Um, find a lot of bullshit too, but at the same time, it's like when I look at that as an adult, I think what it was trying to be communicated is that civil the rise and fall of civilization that you know there comes a revealing of the civilization or the state of affairs at some point in time. To to a massive group of people, that the, to the point where people can't look away anymore, and then that system, you know, they them talking about a a beast or the mark, mark of the, of the beast. beast. Yeah. The a beast system is a is a system where, you know, like what it's like. What do people do to the beasts? Like what you know, you put things in cows and stuff, and you you own them. You, you, you in horse and livestock, you own them. That's a beast system. So the beast system, in my interpretation, is a system that is looking at you as a commodity instead of a, a living entity. You know what I mean? Like, so it's 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 just interesting to watch that. I think things are being revealed in my best. You know, if I'm looking at it as an optimist. I'm thinking maybe this is the precursor to maybe things have to get really bad in order for there to be some sort of a uh, restructuring of things. Not you know, not not a revolution. You know, rev- like a- revolution is a thing that exists in the mind before it exists physically. Like it exists in the minds of people. Like you, the, a reboot. A pe- yeah, people can't. you know, you have to. You have to think. You have to at least admit that something is wrong in order right. to even begin to have. But only in, three people. Three. What is it? Three percent of the population started the revolution. Yeah, and, and I, I that makes sense because they they were dealing with the situation continuously, and then eventually it popped into reality through certain people, right? Like they actually did it, but. Now, here we are in this time, and it's hard for all of us to get on the same accord as uh, not even just a country, but as a humanity, 
who no longer wants to, you know, we don't, we don't want to live this way. We don't, we, 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 we like what it, the, the comforts that it affords us, but at the same time, we're crushed by its dominance over our lives. And, you know, there's, there's something up with it that, you know, uh, that makes us think, look, we gotta, we, we gotta figure some, something out better. Um, I hope that what's not happening is, is that they're, they're, they're saying, yeah, you guys want something better and we got it. Right. Right. We right. got it. We got right. that better world for you right yeah. here. We got electric dogs for you. Yep. We, got, we got, you ain't going to have to drive your car. You're not going to own anything. That's what the world economic forum said. Yep. They're, they're in, and, you're gonna work. and you'll like it. They yes. said it's 20, what is this? 2030. 2030. 20, 20, yeah, yeah, 2030. You don't you you don't own nothing. You rent everything, and you'll be, like and you'll be happier than yeah. ever. That's what they said in their article, yeah. and it's like, I hope that that's not what's going on. But well, it, it is. It's and it's all it's all about control. I mean, you look at the fact too, um, the stimulus and all the stuff that this has created. What are what are they doing? They're creating dependence upon government, which is ultimately giving them control over us and i think that that's what the shortages are yeah 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 you know, and the, you know the, uh the biggest owner this is a fucked up thing the biggest owner of farmland in the country is bill, bill gates, gates yeah. and china and not now so bill hold gates on and china. they're paying but in in those they're paying both china and bill gates not to farm on that land well, when I say they, I mean us. To preserve it, yeah. Us. Yeah, our so tax we're paying dollars. Bill, Gates, Bill Gates went and bought all this farmland, and we're paying him not to farm on it. I know how they'll, and I know how they'll argue that, because I heard somebody say, you know, we've over-farmed a lot of the land, that it's lost its nutritional kind of value and things like that. So I can see where they'll be like, yeah, yeah we're not doing right. it because we're trying to do it for you. Hello, hydroponics. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, or, seriously. Or just, you know, but now what he's, uh, the, what they're talking about, he's going to have some sort of fake meat <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It's like, see this, all of this stuff. For, like, kind of like, if you look at it, it's kind of crazy. If you look at it from a wide lens, like all these things are kind of fitting together like puzzle pieces it's like, for like complete control. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a sci-fi movie. It's all like, like, I think that that's why the sci-fi movies um, reflect that. You know, my my favorite author, sci-fi author, Philip K. Dick. You know, he I I remember hearing him say in in a, in a press conference one time. He said, "This is a, the same." He held a press conference in the eighties where he said that he thought that we were living in a computer generated reality. And one of the things that he said was, he said he he had just got done watching Star Wars, and he said, "I was watching Star Wars." He said, "And that looked like I had already I had already lived through that. I felt like I had already lived through that because he said in reality." The, the continual thing is man, free man versus empire. That's the continuous 
concept throughout all stories and all kinds of Every single Star Wars it's, movie ever. Oh, you know, it's Star <laughs> yeah. Wars, it's Star Wars, but it's also Prequel like Prequel Star Wars. But it's like in everything. It's this this it's yeah. it's it's this this thing that society knows on some level that there are people working towards controlling everyone. And uh you know, you can you can kinda like uh string it along for a long time with you know you create new gadgets you get people addicted to the things you know but eventually that thing is going to show its head and it's going to say hey yeah you know you're smiling it reminds me uh what i heard a pimp say one time he said (laughs) well i i read it in a book he said he said i i like it when my hoes are laughing and smiling because i know that they're still asleep he said they don't know that like they're not they're not present enough to understand really what's going on Mm -hmm. here he said and they're they're laughing and joking and stuff like that so it's a similar situation here where it's like we we yes we can know these things but can we uh separate ourselves from all the distractions enough to actually not be drawn in by it and that is what I don't know if we have the ability to do. And I'm not just talking like looking at like, oh, it's these people out here. I'm looking at myself and, and, and thinking about like, you know, the fact that I'm still very, I've been trying to do Google cleanses, you know, cleanses from Google. Because once you start, once you start to try to do that, you start to really understand how integrated Google is into your life. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 wild. Technologically, you're just like, oh, okay. Well, I'm trying to get somewhere I've never been. Oh, Google Maps. Yeah. Uh, my e- my email. My and, and you say, YouTube. YouTube. I can't even. I get physically sick every time I'm on YouTube now. <laughs> I'm I'm just I just I, every time I'm, like my kids want to watch it, and I'm just like I can't do it. Like this these people. These people are doing this. These pe- these are the modern day book burners. These people are they're yes. censoring. No, I've been saying that for like years now. When well, they not start, years, but it's for like the last while, year. Yeah, you and know, it's like they just sense. They just they censored. They they censored medical professionals who who had opinions. <laughs> it's like that's book burning. I don't. I don't. You can't. You know. It, there's no other way to slice it. And it's like, I mean, I don't think I really need to see the clips from the basketball game on YouTube now. I was just like, I don't I don't really need this. It's, you know, it's burdensome. I think we're coming to, I don't know. Like, I see a lot of things coming to a head. But, like, I also see, like, like even cryptocurrencies. Like, the I was telling you about that wallet. Like, they have yeah. a wallet where basically they can control, like, kind of what you, well, it would also tie in with, like, BMI, uh, mm-hmm. not BMI, um, whatever, the money, the money, uh, what's the money they want to give, they call when they want to give it to everybody. Oh, uh, uh, universal basic, basic yeah. income. Yeah, UBI. yeah, yeah. UBI, yeah. UBI, yeah. That's it. What is BMI? BMI, body mass index. Uh, body <laughs> We were talking about that at work this week. That's why I was thinking of <laughs> Body mass index. I'm obviously, my BMI is not good. Yeah. So, uh, Mine either right now. Yeah. Well, one guy you. lost like 100 pounds at work. So he's like, I'm getting close. I'm like, dude. I was like, that's crazy. Good for him. Yeah, exactly. They give you, you UBI for your BMI. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, certain. But like, they... 
they have a wall. They've been doing it since 2017. They, they, it was in a bill, once again, that nobody talked about. And they're basically, they funnel money to create a wallet that will, like, funnel, like, you'll get money every month. I'm mm-hmm. assuming probably the unvaxxed one. Uh, and then, depending on how you behave, they will, like, either charge you interest and take that money out. And not only that, like, they want to control the economy. Mm-hmm. So, like, the velocity of money is very important in the economy. So, they want to give you, like, right now they're doing this in China. They yeah. basically give you a wallet, and you have to you have a certain time period to spend that money. Right. Because they want the money to be constantly flowing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, like as much as I love crypto, you ha- I also know that this could be used very much for evil purposes. Mm-hmm. You know? I yeah, that's all. That's always been my contention. Like, I've you always, know. I'm not to say, like, I get it, I understand it, but like, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've heard some pretty extreme things about what they could possibly do with that. Oh, talking right. about like, you know, people uh, using that to gamble on the outcomes of people's lives that's and cool. things like that. Like craziness. Did you guys uh, opt out of that thing for your taxes where you're getting that money monthly for... Oh, I get it. You get it? Me too. I don't and find yeah. nothing. Exactly. <laughs> and one of the things, because I had someone who was questioning, they're like, oh, you have to pay it back. I was like, no, it's your money to begin with. It's just instead of getting it at the end of the year in your taxes, you're getting it monthly. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, isn't that like a grand scale trial of a UBI in a way? It, it but, is because but, it's going to disrupt stuff, yeah. But what they're doing is they're redistributing our money anyway. Right. So it's it's just, it's mind-blowing. You know that they printed 33% of all money. Since they've been printing money, they printed 33% of the money in existence into existence last year. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So think of that insanity and then think... How do you not have the inflation? Right. Yeah, you know I mean, like, come on now, like we're we're. I mean, how do you not have crippling inflation? Like, right. not even like the like you know. Oh, you have like sucks. Zimbabwe inflation where they're literally burning the money because it's it's more important to get the heat, heat from burning yeah. the money than it is. And they have you can go on as the Weimar Republic. That's yeah, they're a hundred million, hundred million dollar. Zimbabwe like dot like bill or something like that for like, like twenty five cents or something like it's insanity and like but, I I don't like how do you I don't know it's it's like the <laughs> how do you stop it it's like they were building like they it's like they they were trying to build like the most extravagant extravagant skyscraper of all time and then like they got like halfway through and realized like the foundation was just completely fucked and like they were just like well what do we do we can't take it down we'll keep building well it's not stable well fuck it i don't care it's like <laughs> we have a deadline just, just we have a deadline just, what just, is the like, deadline the end of the world they that's you know they're, just, yeah. Yeah. they're yeah. losing resources as they get up there they got people just it now it's just madness and now more and more people are looking at that building like I think that shit's gonna fall because that shit doesn't look sturdy. It doesn't. There's <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's, it's waving. <laughs> it's like it's it's you know what I mean. And I I just I and while that sounds like so 
so horrible. You we we don't have an understanding of how many times that's happened like oh here on this planet. That's clear to me now. Like people don't understand how long people have been civilized and doing shit on this planet. You don't know how I mean civilizations rise to fall. That is mm-hmm. like that is what happens, and and, and we don't want to see that. We definitely don't want to be the people in the midst of it. The problem but that's so, going to happen now, though, is that we're all connected. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so like if if there's if there's hyperinflation here, there's never been a country that's been the the uh, reserve currency that's had hyperinflation. Mm-hmm. So we may we're probably going to be. I mean, now the problem is. Everywhere is going to have hyperinflation. Oh. So that's the argument of like El Salvador saying, you know, we're just going to use Bitcoin as our as our currency because as inflation because Bitcoin is deflationary. So as inflation happens, Bitcoin price goes up. They can afford the things because now they're paying. You know, it's just like I don't know, like fifty years ago, if you put a twenty dollar bill in a in a safe and you put an ounce of gold in the safe. And you put a Bitcoin in the safe, and the Bitcoin was zero, you know. And you take that twenty dollar bill out now. What's the twenty dollar bill worth? Twenty dollars. What's the yeah. Bitcoin worth? Sixty three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. What's the ounce of gold worth? Nineteen hundred. Right. right. You know, like you, you get, it's like the, our, our the one thing that's problematic for this country, no matter what, is we have no really understanding of economics. We you don't I mean? at all. Like, well, I don't. <laughs> I'm stupid but, when it comes to that. Yeah, but like, how much did they teach it in school? A little bit. I learned a little bit. You know, not much. No, I learned a little. You I learned know? enough to pass the class. Right. Yeah. You know, you know and my so, coach was the economics teacher, so <laughs> it was advantageous uh, <laughs> for me to pass. <laughs> gotcha. But at the same time, it's like, I don't remember any of that shit. And, and, you know, the, being fiscally, like, uh, illiterate or whatever, like, that's a real thing. And that's something that I'm confronting in my life now that I'm just like, I, I, I was so along the course of, like, seeing the corruption that money did to people that I became averse to money. And, and, or I became averse to being able to, uh, accumulate knowledge to better my economic situation right right? and now i'm at this point in my life you know and i'm like well i i gotta kind of i gotta dial it back and 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 learn what i can but um yeah it's i know a lot of people who just don't know anything about finances or anything like that i never i never knew until i started listening paying attention and having a better it's not easy like I listen to this shit every day at work like you mm-hmm. know, it's probably two hours of me at least right and, yeah at least that I'm listening to some kind of economic thing or some kind of like what's going on and what's happening like there's shit going on in, in, like in China that this one place called Evergreen they, they just defaulted on a bunch of loans and China's and they're it's a uh, has to do with real estate and China's uh, GDP, like 33% of their GDP is real estate. So if that shit crashes, like, and it's the biggest one in China, and they, like, they, there's properties owned, and they're, if they go down, they're hooked to another company, which is hooked to another, you know what I mean? Like, it's a domino effect, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, 
Well, people are like, well, that's in China. Well, no, yeah, it's in China. But guess what? Who do you think owns a lot of property in America? Yeah. Who owns the most farmland? All this shit is connected. Where's the majority of the stuff made? China, you know, like, you have, I mean, listen, as much as things happen here that affect us, there's a lot of things that happen, like, you know, you have shortages. Like, I was reading how uh, the, the, uh, like tractor trailers, they're mm-hmm. lot, They're starting to stack up at repair shops because they can't get parts for them. Mm-hmm. Like two weeks ago, they just put on the last brand new. There's a piece, I guess, that goes in the transmission that like drives that long ass axle to those. Like that piece was just replaced. The last one was just put on a truck like two weeks ago. Right. And that shit breaks a lot. It, you, you know. <laughs> I mean, in this time, you know, and he was kind of like a forgotten person, but uh, it makes you think back to a lot of that stuff that that dude, well, Yang, you remember Yang was running for president, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yang, because he was sort of like the mouthpiece for like universal basic income, and he was talking about the move into the automated world. Which I think a lot of what we're watching right now with these labor shortages is due to the conditioning that had been done in order to institute a world of automated situation. Like, it's it's coming. Yeah. It's not like it's not like and and in this world when we think something is coming, it's really coming. That's like it's okay. it's right around. It's like oh, it's there. And, and you know, next thing you know, you got. Like I said, the robot dogs dancing and robots d- dancing and stuff. You know, like that. You know, that was Black Mirror stuff. That was on Black Mirror. Yeah. There's literally a Black Mirror episode about a dog that the, the the robot dogs that go hunt people down. And now it's here. Now that thing exists. So it's like our our ability to think about things. The 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 turnaround time to actually being a real thing is getting quicker and quicker all the time. Tesla's already already has automated um, trucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got the those they're things. Testing them. They're, yeah. So like, it's not that far away. It's not. It, testing you, them, them things are on the road there. somewhere. Yeah, and that's not. And that's that's. I mean, that's. That's what I think. I mean, I mean, ultimately, what if they are they gonna pay you to stay home? Like eight months ago, I was at mm-hmm. basketball on, the, on Monday, on the Tuesday, Thursday, and one of the guys was like a manager for Walmart, and he was like, "Oh, I won't be here Thursday or something." It's like oh, I gotta go in early because they bought a robot or something that is gonna unload the trucks now. Mm-hmm. So the people, so not the people, this robot thing, he like had to like go put it together or some shit like that. I was like, oh, that's crazy. He's like, yeah, he's like, we're going to start. I'm like, oh, he's like, so how many jobs does that take? Like at some point, you know, like you said, it's not, the the trucking industry is a big thing because you have a lot of people that, you know, most of those people started trucking when they were young, like, Mm -hmm. you know, in their early, you know, some right out of high school and stuff. So those people, what what do they they have to now learn a completely new job or something? What, right. And in the world you're talking about is like computer electronics, all that kind of stuff. Because you're talking about automation, 
that's going to be a completely different world for these people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying it's a different It's thing. a different situation. Right. They're, They're different people. They're truck driving around all these years. And all of a sudden, they start, you know, programming robots. I mean, I'm sure some of them could, but... Well, and, and <laughs> what what's the solution to those people to provide less universal basic income? What's the solution? Yeah, coming from uh, uh, powers that be. Could it be a, a pandemic that right. targets and takes out the older population? Well, that's a whole nother... Because then you, talk, you also got to talk about pensions then. Yeah. The fact that the pension system is on verge of collapse. Well, and I mean, have, that's why how many places keep, even have pensions anymore? Well, yeah, but there's a lot of old... There's not many now, but there is a lot that are out there. Yeah, yeah. older yes. people. And like, you know, I think a pension system has to have a gain of 7% every year to be functional. Mm-hmm. So like Chicago almost defaulted, or not Chicago, Illinois almost defaulted because they have such a bad pension system mm-hmm. and they can't keep up. So now they're, can't, they're not getting, part of the reason why they try and keep pushing the stock market up, because a lot of that's, they're getting returns to keep up the pension system. At some point that doesn't work anymore. Right. You know what I mean? So like. You know, and some would argue that now people are taking money from the stock market to put it in cryptocurrency. So it's kind of like one of those things where, well, what happens if everybody's just like, fuck the stock market? Mm-hmm. You know, the money's most of, there's only a couple companies that really prop up, like oil props up the stock market, like Amazon, Apple, your big, you know, like Tesla. Yep. That's why all those are going up in prices. They're the one propping up all the, the stock market. There's a lot of companies, there's only a couple that do that. Mm-hmm. If those collapse, they're screwed. And yeah. well, so now, what do you do when you have all these people that are on a pension? Well, let's just kill them all. That'll make it easy. We'll have to worry about them and poor people, you know. Because the pension collapses, if it, if the stock market crashes and then your pension goes from you were getting $2,000 a month, now you're getting 100 or or 400 and inflation hits and now inflation's, you know what I mean? Like, you're screwed. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. It's crazy, like the the complexity of all the things going on at one time. It's is, all intertwined. It's all intertwined in insanity, mm-hmm. like to con to grasp what's going on, and then there's people running around that aren't even thinking about any of this stuff. Right, yeah, none of this is none of this is there's more comfortable. There's a lot of people who think that you know it's it that you know their return to normal. Yeah. Uh, is is a thing, dude. The there's no, there's no return to normal. No. You don't. The, the, what we what we've experienced is essentially the ending of a world into a new world, and we, uh, we it, that's hard to deal with. That's hard, you know, especially when uh, people in in places of authority. Are telling you that everything is still good. Everything is still, you know, they're telling you that everything is still good, and then it's just like there's so there's this whole other reality of people who are like, no, the world is like on fire right now, and then there's other people who are just like, no, I'm okay. I'm just, it's okay if it's on fire. I'm in my car with my mask on, so I so said everything is okay, and it's like you. At some point in time, uh, 
I think it'll become evident to everyone. But uh, at the same time, I, I don't expect that to be all at the same time. You know, and that's the, that's the thing. I can't. You can't be. Uh, you can't be impatient with people for not understanding it because people uh, are coming from different standpoints and they're not. And they're not. So all, I don't care when you come around to it. Right. But I mean, you know, when you come around to it, you're, 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 they they're not gonna say nothing to you. They're not gonna tell you you were right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That they'll just be like, yeah, yeah, now nah, that's wrong. fucked up. Listen, <laughs> I, half the things I think and and I listen to, and if any of that comes like ten percent of any of that comes true, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and I'm I'm hoping like zero percent comes true because like you know I this isn't the world I have children I have grandchildren you know? this is the world I want for them. Right. It's you a know, different like, situation when the, with well, that. If I see some bullshit, I'm gonna call bullshit. Yeah, you know, and it, and that's if you don't, that's how we get to the place we are. Like I, I tell I tell my wife all the time. I said, let me tell you. Something. I said, if shit gets bad and 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 the light goes on with these people and everybody, and like they realize the stores, they go to the stores and the shelves empty, and the light goes on and they think to themselves, it's like look at toilet paper. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do when they can't get a, a, a bottle of water? I said they're going to go from being friendly, realize you know, being everything's fine, my life is great, to I'm going to kill you for that bottle of water mm-hmm. in a second, mm-hmm. yeah. in a fucking second. There's you're going to see, we're going to sit over here, and we're going to watch it from our deck, and that grocery store over there is going to be complete fucking madness, and you're going to hear gunshots. I guarantee it. People are going to turn on this country is in a weird way. We're very spoiled. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And like this one guy I talk, I listened to. He's like, "We're seventy-two year, seventy-two hours from Mad Max," is what he said. Because like you're seventy-two hours from not having food in the stores to no gas. You know, it's not going to just be one thing or the other. It's going to be a, a, a just a clusterfuck of everything. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? And then you're just going to have people out there, and they're going to be unprepared. They're not even going to know what to do. They're mm-hmm. going to, you know, and it's going to be like, well, now what? So, do I, because I was prepared, do I help? Well, yeah, I mean, like, what do you do, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I hope, I would hope that at this point, everybody would have at least some water in their house, at least a little food, like a little rice. You get rice that will last a long time. Like, stuff like that. You just get a little bit. That's true. Worst mm-hmm. case scenario happens, you don't need it. You cook it, you eat it. Right. It's better to be prepared. And not need it then to be unprepared and need it because you're fucked. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And then yeah. I mean, you're you're talking about life sustaining things too, water and food. So uh, people will laugh at people who are preppers, and I think they're absolutely ignorant for laughing at them. Like we we have a little bit of a stash ourselves. Um, we call it uh, our supply drop in our basement. Right. And we got a little bit of supplies. Now, we're not anywhere probably near where you are. I think you said like six months, you'd probably be good. I, I don't think know. so. I mean, you know. Right. In a scenario right. You, can make, little, you can make a stretch. When, in this scenario where you're like, okay, there's no food anywhere. We got to eat like a little bit per day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can probably make a stretch. Yeah. So, I mean, that's oh, it's a step in the right too. direction because, we, you know, we're also talking about like what uh, – kind of like the ignorance is bliss thing and people just kind of mindlessly going on like even in my situation right now so i'm i'm 
trying my best to be present in my present situation, despite all the shit going on in the world is pretty decent. Right. Right. So I'm trying to focus on that and enjoy that where it's at. But then you also have to have that little bit of preparedness like what if what is so wrong with that if you don't do that you're not getting up in the morning you're screwing yourself yeah you know i mean like as much as i know i think about what's going on but at the end of the day i still enjoy getting up i, mm-hmm. I mean i still get up i still enjoy i even the job i have i actually like i like the people that are there like and you know there's i have kids i have a wife there's all these things that i do but I also know in the back of mine, I have to, I I have to prepare for them also. Of course. Like I feel like that's my job. Like mm-hmm. as they're as my you know like I get like my kids that don't live here, they have walkie talkies, they have things that I've given them, just so like listen, I'm not getting to them in a scenario where there's like madness. What's the chances of me making it to Lancaster and back? Without something horrible happening, yeah, right? Probably not great, right? I mean, it's not going to stop me from trying to do it, but it's probably not going to go well, mm-hmm. you know. But I have, I have, they have walkie-talkies that they can call me, like you know, like at the end of the day, I'm not like saying that every like like don't worry about this every day, but we have we have to be like I told I told my wife I said we're prepared. I'm well, that's part of the reason why I'm not so. Worried about the chaos because right. we are prepared. Right. I have peace of mind. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I go about like doing the things I'm doing with the financial stuff. I'm, I'm like, did they? I mean, I don't know. I just think it's it's hard. It's hard to for, to process that those different things at one time. And, and well, all I, all the possibilities yes. too. I mean, you you really have no idea, right? I mean, we're we're just spitballing here right. and trying yeah, to trying to think ahead, but right. it's one of those things where even if if all these conspiracy theories, if you want to call them that, yeah. or predictions or hypotheses, if they come true, I mean, what can we do? There's, yeah. There's nothing we can do right. except to prepare for the chaos and as best as we can. Thing is. Right, and who knows? It could be an EMP. It could be food shortages. It could be. It could be. A, Another government coming in here, you don't know. It could be a nuke that ends exactly. civilization. Yeah. And you know, Donnie T pushed the wrong button, he thought it was cappuccino, and hit right. his button. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not Donnie T anyway, but Biden could no. do that for sure. He yeah, yeah. Said, oh shit, I pushed the wrong button. What was I doing again? Guys, go to the bunker. He'd be he'd be like, Wait, where, where is it? Where is it? He'll be somewhere whispering. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's, I don't know the button. Like, no. I think about it, like those things that he does. He's like, he's like you said. He's like at the White House. I you imagine Trump came out and whispered, or what or, the fuck? Or, yeah. Like whispered. They'd be like, okay, <laughs> we need to. He needs to take a test to see if he's men- mentally competent because he can't be president if he's not well, mentally competent. And oh, by the way, he just walked. Like people ask him, like the. They're there with the, he knows the questions they're already going to ask him. The mm-hmm. people have the questions they're going to ask him. He's already prepared right. with the answers, and he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to walk. Right. I'm going to walk. Imagine Trump did that shit. Like, uh, no, no. Imagine, imagine like these people who are defending him, and like, oh, you're picking on a guy who has blah 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 she blah. Like, listen, <laughs> listen. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just pointing out. I want to see someone, I want to find a, a doctor, a brilliant doctor who has dementia, 
I'm going to let you talk to them for five minutes. And then I want you to sign a contract that says that they can operate on you. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. We gave this man a nuclear code. And I like I I have family who voted for Biden and are more left leaning. And Mm -hmm. I told them I conceded after the election and everything. I'm like, look, I hope I hope you're right. And he does a good job. I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. I I want the best for our country, but also taking away our rights and doing some of the things that are going on now or being uh, whether he's doing or not. The strings are being pulled like he's he's supposed to be in charge. At the end of the day, he voted for that person. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, first, I mean, I, I just can't even get past that. Like, he had Bill Clinton as his as his, like, commencement speech, like, lead speaker at the Democratic Party. And, like, three days before that, it came out, like, all these court records that he was at Epstein Island, like, 27 times. I'm like, this is really the dude you're going to put up there and nobody's going to say anything? Nope. Like, well, Bill, Doesn't fit the you narrative. Seen, you seen Jeffrey lately? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> First of all, I just... Once I've seen him sniffing the little girl's hair... Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Once that happened, it was game over. If you're going to vote for that guy who's doing that, it's what, what, maybe, and it, it took me back to something. It took me back to something that I'd heard somebody say some time ago that I took offense to because I was more, I identified as being more liberal-minded. But I remember hearing somebody say, they say, Liberals are easier to corrupt morally because they're they're, they're so uh, uh, about um, uh, a seeming a seemingly freedom or whatever that like they can they in that freedom they can be corrupted and coerced into doing things that you know uh, you know. A lot of this stuff seems to be a lot of, you know, uh, blackmail through sexual, some sort of sexual blackmail honeypot situation. Like, that seems to be what's going on. You know, you you get somebody out on the island, you get them to do something, maybe you drug them, you take some pictures, you say, hey, look at what we got. You know, uh, you're going to do this and this now because we can release this and, you you know. So, uh, I guess what I mean is, is that it's, it, 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 to, they have this illusion of being the moral superior, right, at this time, which really is weird and, and is really not even a thing. Like, it's not like, but it's, they're saying, well, we're about diversity and this and that and all this stuff. You can claim to be about all those things. And still be morally corrupt, and a lot of people they they feel like when they start hearing people say stuff like that, or they see Joe Biden, they say, "Well, he has Kamala Harris up there with him, so he has to be, he has to be diverse, diverse and very, uh, you know, welcoming of that kind of a thing." But it's like this, all of this stuff is about people's perceptions and 
it really doesn't make much sense at all. Like, it's just really this game of we're the best people over here and those people over there are horrible. And it's both sides doing that to each other. And then there's people on top of that who are just looking at it laughing. Just like, look, they think that each other is the problem. They don't even see us. We're right here. We're doing we're, we're doing all this stuff. We're, we're creating a hell, a perpetual hell on earth. And, you, and, and, and they can't see it because they're so engrossed in each other that they're not seeing that there are bigger things happening in their world. And I think that that's what happens in just about all civilizations. And that's probably the reason why they fall. Because they, th- th- it's a cleansing sort of a situation of you've reached such a level of tyranny in your civilization that it can no longer, it's foundationally like incapable of continuing. Like it's it's so it's it's so and we we seem to think that about this. That's really what's in the bottom of a lot of people's thoughts. That this whole thing has gone so extreme that we don't even know the level and the depths of what's happening here, and and we're just kind of like going along with it because this is what who we were trained to be. We we grew up in this, but at the end of the day. We all kind of suspect that things are a little bit too rotten in order to continue for long periods of time. I think it's getting to the point where we're trying to leave. How many lives can we tell to cover up the other lives? Yeah. At some point, you think... These people said natural immunity wasn't a thing. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like... I just saw something earlier. They said that the National Institute of Health is changing their definition of gain-of-function study. So it's like, in that kind of world, with that kind of corruption, there ha- like, uh, it has to be something that happens. You ever you can't- see a video of uh, Jeff Sessions walking his granddaughter across the Congress floor? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's this video of Jeff at the other end. It's Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. So he's walking his no, no. Don't walk him. Don't walk her to him. <laughs> his, his hands are like one of, you know, like you walk your daughter or your granddaughter across the floor. Your hands are on her so she doesn't get like you know, it's in a big room with people. Mm-hmm. And like he's walking, he's talking, he's saying hi to people. You know, like he's all of a sudden he sees like he turns and Biden's right there. This is what he's little right back. Like then looks at him in the face is like, nah, but I'm not taking her over there. Oh no. <laughs> I'll never forget. I see that. Like it's hilarious. I mean, it's not hilarious because it's, it's just. But they all. But they all know it. They all know. Like he knows it. They all know it. They. It's not like. But they're all invested in the same illusion. Yeah. So they can't. They you know very rarely do they step out of place and say, "Well, look at what's going on with these people," because now you probably exposed some of the shit you well, did. You the- so. It's, what was it? The, there was this the one politician that tried to pass it. It was this bill that was gonna. Uh, it was like it had something to do with pedophilia or something, and it had to do with like supposedly some of the politicians and stuff. And he was at a uh, baseball game. He was at a celebrity softball game in, in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. And the day before it was supposed to go to 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 uh, be put on the like whatever they do to pass the bills, he was uh, they tried to kill him. 
like right out in the open, like a bunch of people were shot, including him. Next day, he was like, "Ah, I'm all good. Well, we just scrapped that. That wasn't, you know." I'm like, "This is like plain sight. This shit happens. You like, you can clearly see that they tried to kill him because he was trying to like out some people." Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, but at some point, I just feel like I, I hope my hope is that like all the people that don't see these things, they're gonna see something. Like, if they keep telling all these lies, they're going to see something, and it's going to be like, okay. So, now, if that's a lie, wait a minute, that's a lie. That's probably a lie. Okay, so what are we talking about here? And at that point, hopefully things are going on everybody. But, I don't know. I mean, that's my hope. I'm optimistic. I, I, mm. I, I do, I have that hope, but then I look at, like, the response that, like, my dad had, like, when I was, actually, when I told him about, like, ivermectin or something, and I was, you know, he when he, you know, here he is, you know, he's been watching all of the people, so he thinks that it's the, you know, horse pace and all of that. And it's like, if you can say that something that is a Nobel Prize winning drug is simply horse pace on TV and people believe that, I don't, like, that's so, all it really would take is a search. like. That's all it takes is, you know, you, you, uh, people go through a hundred Google searches in a day. You, oh, it would take one search for you to figure that out, but that search isn't happening. So it makes me think sometimes that their conditioning might be in a place where they, it's too late. they people. may not, they, 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 you know, it, it's, I was listening to, there's a guy named Chris Masterson. And he's like been on the COVID stuff, and like he's a doctor in a bunch of beef or something, and doctor in biology or something. I don't remember, but he does economic stuff now, like trying to do a switch in his career. And he got like another uh, like doctor degree in like economics or some shit like that. So he's like dual doctor. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, so he'll read like he'll go through and read the reports and the studies of each individual thing, right? So like. Study comes out about uh, ivermectin. He'll go, go through and read it all and say, "Okay, this is what I do." And decipher it, you know, for like a layman like me, because I don't understand all the doctor talk. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so like you know when Trump talked about uh, that HQ whatever, uh, hydroxychloroquine, yeah, right? So he's like, okay, he's like, well, let's sit down and look at this. Okay, this is this is when Trump started talking about it. Now let's look. Let's look back at all the studies. And all the information on it for the last seventy years that they've been giving it to people for uh, for uh, malaria. Malaria. Mm-hmm. Like, things, yeah. Okay, let's let's see how many heart attacks or how many like you know heart problems have been associated with this. Huh? It was like less than uh, you know like is it point zero 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 percent one percent or something? Okay, so now why is this all of a sudden now a problem? And then he like goes through all the studies and like. The, the labels of the studies are like, well, this is why this is a terrible thing, you know? But then when you read through the study, it, like, actually helped everybody that they gave it to. Right. And he's like, okay, this is the problem, you know? And this is what kind of what we're talking about. He's like, they're putting the information and framing it in a certain way, but the reality of it is, is this drug has been used for 70 years to fight, fight malaria successfully and has no problem. But the problem is, the real problem is, it's cost a dollar or it costs five dollars. Or whatever it is, and you can get it. And he said, So, 
they did a they did a they did a they had a trial with it and they gave people like lethal doses of uh of hydroxychloroquine and then they were like see there's issues and they were and, oh, yeah, I think and, that was one of the problems. Yeah, because I mean the, the the one guy who's really associated with it uh Vladimir Zelenko, he you know, who was actually people were like you're a here a hydroxychloroquine doctor and he said actually he's a zinc based doctor. He was trying to figure out a delivery method for the zinc. Right, right. So he used hydroxychloroquine as something that could open up the cells in order to get the hydroxychloroquine in the cell. Right. So, uh, or actually, no, the zinc in the cell, the hydroxychloroquine would open, it, open it up and then yeah. the zinc could go in that way. And he said quercetin um, was being used similarly. Um, but, you know, he was seen, you know, as a crackpot. And, but it's like, I've heard him state he's thought that he's, he could have helped over, you know, 80% of the people who died. You know, and that's, the, if, if you're covering things like that up, and you know that that's criminal, then that really is alarming because then that means that you must have some... Some some understanding that your crimes won't be uh, uh, won't come to a head that they that they won't be you know and that's the thing if this if if Anthony Fauci walks away scot free from all of this I don't know if there's any hope for any of this because he, the the man's uh, clearly done things that were of a criminal nature not the and, first time and it's not the first time. Some people said say that they said that's the proof as to why they he'll get away with it because he got away with it before. Right, but there wasn't. I, it's I, a different I world. Think, yeah, it was a different world. There wasn't people that were uh, digging through history and you know, <laughs> you know, and finding these. I mean, like I said, I'm trying to get things. Yeah, I I probably gotta wrap it up. I yeah, could yeah, go yeah. on I could probably go on for another four yeah, hours with you guys. Yeah. But I I probably shouldn't. No. Yeah, anyway, yeah. We, we went a long time. But uh yeah, I mean it was it, it was a, if there's anything else, uh, any closing statements uh, you wanna leave with uh people or anything? Um, I would just say, do your research, make an informed decision. Um, if someone is trying to tell you that what you're doing and your own personal decision is, uh, harmful to others, then I don't know that you should really be listening to that person's advice. Um, I am a firm believer at this point in the vaccine, but I don't judge anyone, and you shouldn't either. So make your make your decision, do your research, and uh, hang on for the ride to see what happens with uh, with the world in the the coming weeks, months, years. Who knows how long it's going to take for stuff to really come out? That's a great that's a great message. Absolutely. Ron, Thanks, got, guys. You know, no problem, man. Thank you for saying, coming on. Fifth of November. Right. I have a story behind that, but we've already been on. I said the world's going to be, I've been saying at work the world's going to collapse in like two months, every two, for like seven months now. Two months, okay. guys. We have two months left. 
I all hope right, you're fine. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> so they said, fine. You, enough enough with the two months. I was like, all right, fine, thirty-two days. So <laughs> anyway, so thirty-two I counted out thirty-two days, right? And the thirty-two days was the fifth of November. Did you ever watch V from Vendetta? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. The government fell on the fifth of November. Okay. Now I did not know that when I said that. It was just kind of freaky that I said it that way. And, uh, it, all lined November, up. And it all lined up. It was crazy. So then I freaked them all out of work and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> No. I was like and so now we've been counting down. So now we're down to like twelve days. I don't know what the hell it is. It's whatever. Eleven days or something? No, seven. Twelve days, yeah. So I'm just saying, because I told him I was taking off that whole week of work to get prepared. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, all right. All right, people. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you very much for for, for checking this out one more time. If you listen this this long. Thank you very much. Yeah. Really yeah. That would. Yeah. You're a trooper. Yes. You're very much a trooper. Thank you. But and if you listen this long, you get a you get a, a prize. Yeah. Just put a comment at the bottom saying yeah. the prize. Yeah. I want proof. Proof. All right. Everybody be good out there. Peace. Peace out.